going on everybody it's Blair Johnson coming at you from the badass records podcast studio where we talk about your music and your story um, if you want to be a guest on an episode hit me up either through Gmail which is uh, badass records podcast at gmail.com or find me on find the podcast rather on Twitter or Instagram uh, if you go to badassrecordspodcast.com you can find uh, all the episodes story about the show, a merch tab, get yourself a beanie or a coffee mug. Thanks for stopping by. Hope you enjoy the show. Episode 62 of Badass Records Podcast, and I'm hanging out with Sean Harris. Yo. What's going on? What's up, man? Do so. I'm admiring, before we get into anything, well, it's your show. I'm sorry. No, no, please. Uh, Medeski, Martin, and Wood, dude. Okay. For real? That old man that is three-legged, two, three-time cancer survivor, and yeah. almost 15. Kudos Medesky. to the dog, man. His, his name's Medeski. Nice. Um, so like I said, this room existed, but it was only beadboard, so I couldn't really hang any artwork at all. And I was like, that and that. Those will be, once I have a real wall, those will be the two pieces of art. Unfortunately, they don't ever make it onto camera. It's just You just get to see them in yeah, real life. But I, I'll take some pictures, but that is so cool, dude, because there's a lot of people out there who don't know. Right. You know, and I, I've seen him in St. Louis twice. Okay, I've se- I saw him once at the at the Blue Note, but it was for me. Uh, I'm a, the part the part of why I'm interested in doing this is to help shed some of my layers of musical snobbery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I thought Modesky Martin Wood was from Notes from the Underground to Friday Afternoon in the Universe. It's a jungle in here. Uh, Shack Man and Bubble House. I thought those were phenomenal and then they got to like the dropper and in, invincible and a few other and that's about around the time that i saw them and i was like this is not fun, like a fun live because they're you know there's way out in oh, just, they're they're in the space i mean i had man. we were partying and yeah. so it was a fun night but i was like you guys do what am i good yeah you're perfect oh, perfect sorry. no worries it's a it's a um, i'm like oh, you meant, do I yeah yeah that? so I had uh, a shepherd mix named McConnell after the keyboardist for Fish. Paige McConnell? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, and when he was 14, uh, he had him in for a checkup, and Modesky was a flyer at the vet's office being like, help, I was found, I need a home. And I was like, done. And you're like, okay. And it was perfect. It like showed him the rules of the house, having the old dog around and the old dog was a little bit invigorated, mm-hmm. you know, kind of. And so then, uh, I was like, I'll do this. I'll 1000% do that again when Modesky gets old. So the kids are like puppy, puppy, puppy. And then all of a sudden, you know, two years worth of cancer. And then he get a, gets a clean bill of health and we adopt Ellington. I gave the kids, Duke, Duke. I, I got 28 nice. last name pianists. Yeah. Will democ you know choose this democratically, and they fought me tooth and nail. Um, but nevertheless, I keep that. Guy. It's 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 been a challenge. It's, we love having her, uh, but she has it's awesome unlimited energy and wants to play with him nonstop. And so he and he can't do it. I mean, she'll yeah. hip check him and knock him, make him do backward somersaults, and it's like 
He's going, dude. Do you know? Five years ago, I would have kicked your ass. Exactly. Yeah. I can't do it. I might. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, I'm glad you like it. Um, Oh, that's fantastic. Very few people have uh, commented on the. Well, you know, I'm looking around, man. You got Bobby Orr. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. That. That's. uh, Are you a a Boston Bruins fan? No, I'm a Blues fan. Oh, so am I, dude. So that was uh, was it the it was the cup clenching goal for the third straight final that the blues were in and that they were was that that's 67 well 67 was expansion so okay, you get 60, the new teams in so they go to the final yeah. uh 67 68 69 i believe get swept in all three series i believe twice by montreal and once by okay the bruins that's um, when the uh plager brothers were there i, I mean yeah um so it's it's obviously an iconic moment in hockey at the expense of my team <laughs> yeah so yeah like, but we got him a couple years we, ago we did so we did. you know although this year pasternak and company man i mean they Boston, just they are loaded they just broke the record yeah for wins That's 63 insane. maybe they're going if they win what do they play tomorrow uh the record for points ever in the national hockey league and i'm going that's that's insane wow. how are you doing this yeah I mean, they're just they're on a mission and it's like i want to give them all the props they deserve but i cannot stand brad marchand and he comes with giving props because he's a good yeah. hockey player yeah i'm not a i'm not a fan of boston i don't ride the tail man it's blues or go home yeah i'm uh it. i'm uh my my side piece is the islanders the Isles, huh? Um, so if they're ever, if the Blues are out or eliminated or whatever, and the Isles are still, we'll, we'll tune in and root for them. See, do, do I have anybody? I'm, I'm thinking maybe the Devils. Okay. Just because. Casey ties. Yeah, yeah, but other than that, man, no Nashville. No. I can't do no. it. P.K. Subban. No. I was not a fan. No. I just not a big fan of that. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, eh, Pecorina. No. I yeah. don't think so, man. I mean, only reason I bring up Nashville is because my family is originally from Chattanooga, okay, Tennessee. Okay. So it was like Nashville, man, Nashville, and I go, nope. Yeah, um, you know, I've, I've always I lived in Colorado for a while. I was living there when the Nordiques moved there and won the cup with old Bork. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that was, uh, was that, that was later, but that, yeah. against no, he came from the Bruins and they maybe beat the Devils to I think get so. to get I think Bork's so. cup. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, last year the way everything went down, I mean, we came out and really had a, you know, uh, our our fingers around their throats, and then the stuff with uh, Kadri and Bennington, yeah, and, and they that they were never the same. Oh no, and the Avs just never looked back. Well, and and they were, and the way I looked at that series last year was, if the Blues can beat Colorado. They got a chance to go back to to the cup, uh, dude. Nobody nobody beat them. Nope. in the following two series. No, and I say as soon as Colorado did what they did, and they beat the Blues. I was like, that's it. They're going to run it. They're going to run it, man. Oh, because we were rooting for Tampa pretty hard. Yeah. Like, in fact, my yeah. boy, I, we just recently got him um, uh, a Vasilevsky jersey. Nice. You know, because he was just. I kind of said, you know, this, this guy. He's still relatively young, but has a chance to go down as one of the greats to ever play the position. And so he just fixated on him, and he always makes amazing saves. And yeah, so we were like, he's like, I really want an NHL jersey. Got his Mahomes, got his Roy, whatever. 
Um, and I was like, okay, what are you thinking? And he thought about it for a while, and he's like, I want to Vasilevsky. I was like, seriously? And you're like, okay. All right, man. All right. Hey. You're probably the only kid <laughs> in Kansas in this whole area that he, has one. He wore it to uh, a pizza party followed by a girl's basketball game, and lots of people, all, all of his peers were like, Tampa Bay Lightning? And he's like, it's name on the back, not the front. I'm like, oh. You're like, yes. That's my boy right there. That's uh, like my son. He wears, he rocks his, uh, 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 Lamelo Ball jersey from Charlotte, and I go, why? Huh? And he goes, I just like him, Dad, because he's not like his brother or his dad. He's off doing his own thing. Cool. He goes, I appreciate that. And my yeah. son plays ball too, and yeah. he goes, I I enjoy how he plays ball. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. We did. Uh, All right, I got you. For our half of spring break, we went down and spent a couple of days in Tulsa, and then went over to Oklahoma City and capped the trip off with a Thunder game. Nice. And we had like eight throw. I mean, it was, and they played the Nets, which was fun. Oh. And they've got it. I can never freaking remember his name, but he's young. He wears number two, and he's got a hyphenated last name, and he is amazing. They've got a good young team. They're they they're going to be really yeah. good. That's just yeah. unfortunately not right now. Right. Yeah. Right. But uh, so anyway, episode 62, if I misspoke earlier, Baddest Records podcast, Sean Harris, uh, hat tip to Brett Batliner for yeah, putting us in touch. Yeah. Is he over here? He, well, <laughs> that's me and that's you. Oh, hi. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, so, you know. Sorry. <laughs> uh, are you, so you born in Raisley Summit? No, man. Okay. Um, okay, so we moved around a lot. Uh, Dad was in the military at one point. Um, lived in, uh, I was born in, in a small town called Erath, Louisiana. Okay. Okay. So down there, uh, south of everybody goes south of New Orleans. I was like, yeah, okay, it's Southwest. So was born there, lived there for a little bit, moved to El Paso cause that's where my mom's originally from. Okay. El Paso, Texas. So lived, lived in that area. Um, came up here for a little bit, you know, cause dad wanted to move up here and, you know, he's always kind of like Kansas City. I was like, okay, cool. I uh, lived in Overland Park. Okay. And uh, went to school there for a little bit. All Loved right. it. But parents like to move. Mm-hmm. So we moved back to Texas. They moved to Chattanooga and lived in Chattanooga, Tennessee for a while. And okay. That's where I went to high school. My, okay. My best years. And Right. Yeah, you know. That's where I learned how to kind of just be myself. And, okay. And the music aspect and everything. And, uh, which I, you know, I mean, music was always following me around, but. Right. Uh, Chattanooga was like the, you know, when you're, you're 15, 14, 15, 16, 17, figuring it out. Uh, late eighties, early nineties, music's changing immensely. Yeah. And it just kind of coincided with everything that I was thinking. So. Wow. And that's, uh, and then I got out and I got my car. And didn't want to stay in Chattanooga because I was like, I don't, I don't want to stay here. So I got in my car and I took off. And I stopped here. I stopped in Lee Summit on accident. For real? They were doing construction on I-70. And I was like, all right, well, I got to turn off and then get back on. Okay, this, this is back in like 98, 99, something like that. Okay. So I get off and, and I, I, I hit here and it's early in the morning. I was heading to Denver. And I was like, all right, well, neighbors. I stop at neighbors to get some, a bite to eat, like breakfast. I was like, eh, I'm going to check out the town. I liked it. And I, I kept on going. I mean, I stayed a little bit longer. Sure. I think I stayed the night. And uh, um, I I started heading to Denver. Didn't like it. The the far, it was nothing. Like the road, you know, I-70 on Kansas. Oh, I was yeah. like, oh, no, this sucks. <laughs> There's nothing here, man. Is this how it's going to be? 
So I turned around and came back. You didn't ever made it all the way to Denver? Nope. Okay. No, because something told me to turn around and come back, and I did. And you just had all of your stuff with you? Like, I'm looking for a new home? Yeah, I had um, I had a couple brothers who lived here. Okay, okay. So, so uh, what is your sibling rundown? Oh, man. Uh, so my parents were like rabbits. There's 35 of us. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it seems <laughs> like it sometimes. There, there are eight of us. All right, there's... So I'm third youngest there's two two girls six boys including me so wow. there's a lot of us and that that also has to do with the 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 inspiration of music for me because you've got literally two different generations of brothers and sisters yeah and it's crazy man to to listen to what my dad and my mom were listening to to my brothers down to my brothers and cousins to me yeah and i'm like okay that is a lot yeah. of time being pregnant for old mom there yeah Man. she was all of four foot ten. Oh wow and is she no longer no she's no longer with us okay uh but condolences thanks um but yeah she you know she was a special lady wow you know to put up with all of us yeah so, so how did mom and dad meet oh wow um I think they were, it, it was, my dad was in the Air Force in, okay. in El Paso, and they met, it was kind of like a blind date of some sort. Like, they were all going out, and my dad was with a group of people, and they were at this, you know, like, some sort of dance of some sort. Okay. Or, you know, just hanging out. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just one thing led to another, and they started talking, and, and then here it, you are. Yeah, and then it happened. <laughs> yeah. It happened. Then they had some kids. Yeah. Then, you know. So they, what, uh, what were they listening to? Um, if you got to do do whatever you. No, do. no, no, no. I'm I'm trying not to let it vibrate too much. I'm like I got it on vibrate and it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, we're gonna go for a walk. Okay, go. Uh, you don't have to ask. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. All right, I got you. <laughs> it's like the uh, the leash. The, you know, oh yeah, yeah, the yeah, phone. Yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah. okay, I know yeah. where you are. Uh -huh. Um. Yeah, dad. Dad was always listening to rock and roll. Okay. You know, uh, uh, Chuck Berry. Okay. Um. Uh. Anywhere from, he wasn't a big fan of Elvis, but he loved the Big Bopper. Okay. Early Beatles into, you know, Beatles before they broke up. Uh, loved Mop the Hoople, The okay. Doors. Wow. Um, uh, Janis Joplin, Jefferson Airplane, sure. you know, Elton John, uh -huh. early Elton John. Uh, went to San Francisco for a couple of years and uh, with my uncles. Okay. And... Um, the shows that they went and saw were insane and they're only paying like maybe a buck wow. to go see a young Ziggy Stardust. Whoa. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. And this was before he was Ziggy. Right. And he was like, yeah, I remember seeing the show and it was like, uh, Linda Ronstadt with her backing band, the Eagles. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going, wait, what? Yeah. Dude. So, and then mom, mom was Motown and mom, mom loved the Beatles. Mom okay. loved, uh, uh, you know, again, Big Bopper. Yeah. Uh, uh, Richie Valens. Okay. And then uh, Motown. A lot of Motown. Nice. And so, you so know. So they had a stereo system? Oh, yeah. And some vinyl or some eight tracks? Oh, or... yeah. Dude, I still got a lot of vinyl. It, it just went, you know, that's that's like a huge thing of mine. I'm glad it's back now. People are right. listening to it. Right. They listen to the crackle. Right. There's something in between. Embrace that. the crackle. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then give me, if you would, um, it's a third youngest. So okay, so then you got five in front of you. Yeah, I'm. Well, 
or yeah, four? yeah, five. Okay. So uh, oldest sister, and then it goes to oldest brother, then another older brother, and then another brother, sister, me, and my two younger brothers. And then, so what? What kind of things do you remember about them listening to? Led Zeppelin. Okay. Uh, Heart. Yeah. Um. Uh. What else? Anywhere from uh, David Bowie. To uh, the Ramones, okay. To Duran Duran, like Whoa, early yeah. Duran yeah. Duran, Pat Benatar, sure. You know the the whole mix, uh, the Eagles, yeah. You know, and then uh, uh, ACDC because my brother, two of my brothers were a little heavier, so Iron Maiden, ACDC, sure. Queen. Somebody's got to, you know, exactly. That's got to be somebody's bag. Yeah, you know? like I'm, I remember sitting here going, "Who? Motorhead." <laughs> You know, and my dad going, you turn that off. That is way too loud. And wait, who is this? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's yeah. listening yeah. to it. And I'm like, oh, you too, huh? Uh, man. Yeah. Um, so, and then are your siblings that are younger than you, are they, were you still in the house when they kind of started listening to music and, you know, kind of creating their own canal of taste? Do you remember? Yeah. Are, are, like my, my younger brothers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I was still around. Uh, we're we're not too far apart. Like, I'm 47. I got a brother who's 46, and then another brother who's 45. Okay, so we're we're pretty close to each other. Still are. I was gonna guess that you were still in your 30s. So I'm glad you thank you corrected me on thank that. Thank you, man. I, I always, it. you know, I'm I'll I'll be 49 this year, and you know, Batliners, whatever, tw- in 19, 18 or 19 years <laughs> younger not, than me. I thought so you were gonna I, say I, 19. I, He's yeah. 19. He's, he was when I met him. Um, but yeah, so I figured you must be somewhere in the middle, but you're right there with me, basically. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, I met him, you know, we were downtown Lee Summit, sure. you know, yep. listening to music. And I said something about 311. He was like, what? Well, and then we had go. a drink and that was it. It yeah. was over. Yeah. Yeah. He came and sat on my lap and he was like, dude, <laughs> tell me a story. You no, know, just kidding. I or was, maybe, maybe it happened. Right, I don't know. It could have happened. Right. I was, Sorry, bro. No, I was. Um, I had a friend uh, make that little uh, Zappa painting. Do you know that? Are you familiar with the cover of that right there? Uh, which album is That's that? Ship Arriving Too Late to Save a Drowning Witch. Okay. And I've just, it's not like, you got coasters right here. You can keep that up. Um, it's not, it's, it's, it's not an amazing record. Mm-hmm. Um, he had some stinkers. Well, I, sh- I should say that. I've never really spent a lot of time um, in the 80s Zappa. I've given the 60s Zappa the mother invention stuff. You know, I'm like, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. So what, my wheelhouse is the 70s. Yes. You know? Yeah, but, Joe's Garage. So that, so this record, that's my that's my all-time. You just gave me goosebumps. That's, that's a my great album. That's my jam. Um, this album has, um, you're, pro- you're definitely old enough to remember this fad but it has a track called valley girl on it yeah and oh my god that like people started talking like that like maybe because of i don't know but i love the artwork and yeah. that I, was what 86 87 something like that three maybe 83 Ma- maybe yeah because yeah, that was his that was moonbeam yeah um nevertheless i just love the idea of uh-huh. a ship arriving to and then to, to get it with just a couple of angles uh so be, because i can never find this without the word i don't want the words there it's want the picture to tell you just the want the picture there you so go. this so this other 
individual that you that worked at the same place with Batliner and I made that for me when I was trying to get this thing off the ground. And she was over one evening, and her sister was out and had had far too much to drink uh-huh. and was being she's out somewhere in Lee Summit and needs needs to be brought home safely. And so uh, the next thing she knows, she's get she's getting a call from an unknown number and they have her sister and they're trying to navigate to wherever it is that she needs to be. Uh-huh. And so, and this, I'm kind of just in and out of the room cause it's multiple calls and it's dramatic and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden I'm like, it's, Hey, will you ask the person that you're talking to if their name is Brett Batliner? <laughs> was it Brett? Yeah, it was, <laughs> but I could hear him and he's so loud. Oh yeah. And he's just got a recognizable voice and, but he, you know, he's that dude who will yeah. be like, where, where do you need to yeah, go? Yeah, exactly. And so you need some food. I got on the phone and he was like, wait, what is happening right now? I was like, I know like, this is crazy. Anyway, get that girl home. That was, anyway, that's awesome. Um, and so, I don't remember how in the heck uh, we wound up on that tangent, but uh, um, so yeah, uh, just Brett. Brett is the reason why I'm here. Yeah, exactly. Um, so how about um, like, was there an album that was kind of your first love? Um, you you had asked me that. I was in uh, Arizona a couple weeks ago, and you're like, "Give me some some references," and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Well, that's, that's I don't mean your, I don't mean your list. I just when you first are like, like "Oh, we're not like, like for me." Thriller was kind of like, uh, uh, "Oh, I get that's what you do. You the, record the, songs, and the album is like a book, and uh, here's the chapters, and da da da." da. The Beatles, okay, help, okay, yeah, ma- all right, mom, nice, very nice. I remember mom having the forty five. And then she had, they had the whole album and, uh, uh, they had a whole bunch of albums. Uh, you know, they even had the one where you pulled it off. I, I still have that where that's, you know, they're all like, Hey, we got dolls in front of us, but underneath it, they were all full of blood and they were like in butcher outfits and they were going, no, you're the Beatles. You can't do that. Right. Yeah. So, uh, um, I remember listening to that going, this is, this is music Yeah. to me. Yeah. You know, that um, and, uh, um, Oh, what what is his name? My dad was listening to him a lot. Um, uh, Fly like an eagle. Oh, Steve Miller. Steve Miller band man. Uh, when you heard Steve Miller band, you heard that that intro. Mm-hmm. And that then you the hear wind. The beep, beep, yeah, 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 beep, and I'm like, uh oh, yeah, that, that was it. All man. of a sudden, you get the starting to fade in, and it was so smooth, man. And my dad would you would every time he would put that album on. And you would see him turn that knob, and if it could go to eleven, it would. <laughs> yeah, man. Nice. And I was like, "That is cool. That's cool stuff." What about uh, first? Is there a first purchase that started your collection? Whether you still have it or not, Some, sometimes public enemy. Hey, okay, public enemy. Man, takes, takes the a nation, nation a million, million to hold us back. Yeah, nice. I bought that, and I bought NWA's uh, uh, straight out of Compton. And my dad tore it up because I'm listening to it in the house. And he's, oh. he walks by and he goes, what the hell is that? And I think I was listening to uh, uh, F the Police. I don't know how you're. Sure, sure. Yeah, like, what, say whatever you want. Doesn't uh, fuck the police. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I turn it up because I'm like, holy smokes, this is crazy. And he tears it. It's it, a cassette. Boop. It's done. 
And, and there's a Peaches down the road. I'm living off of 75th Street in Overland Park. Yeah. I'm with my boy. That's where I yeah. bought most of my records. Yeah, it was Peaches. Then it was what? Warehouse Row? It was Sound Warehouse. Oh, and that's then it right. Was, uh, it was Sound Warehouse for a long time. And then it was like Warehouse Music or yeah. something like Some, that. Something like that. And, and then Exile. It, mm-hmm. The secondhand store was off to the side. Dude, those were great spots. Yeah. They were but awesome. I remember sitting there and I, I looked at my dad and I said, all right. I looked at my buddy who was with me and he goes, should I leave? I said, no, we're going back to the store. Went back to the store and showed the cassette to the dude who sold me the cassettes. And he goes, what happened here? I said, my dad, I want another one. And he goes, you know what, dude, just go grab it. Go get it. So I grabbed one. And he goes, went back home. And my, my boy had just left at the time. And this was my like my beginning of I'm going to rebel on you. I went back home. I locked the door to my room and I turned it up as loud as I could and started from the beginning. And he was madder than a hornet, man. As, as, I paid for it for a while, but I got to listen to my sure. record. He didn't, he didn't do the set, just come in and do the same thing. No, he couldn't get in. Well, but I mean, ever. Oh no, no. Cause my mom was like, you know what? That's freedom let, of speech, yeah, freedom of expression. Him. He's learning. If we, if we tell him he can't do this, this is going to do it even more. This is, I mean, so Zappa, mm-hmm. uh, John Denver, and Dee Snyder, Twisted Sister, yeah, all yeah. went to Congress to say that the PMRC, which is where you get your explicit lyrics yeah. thing, and this is unconstitutional. I mean, it's a whole, there's a Zappa, there are Zappa YouTube holes you could go down and never come back out of i mean but but all of those I do, testi- it, I do it a lot man. those you, testimonies are are on youtube and zappa destroys them they're all these politicians are like some, they look like they want to say somebody get this guy out of here like because he shows up with a briefcase full of all he's pretty he's ready you, you know, know and and they thought those three were a bunch of dumbasses right and didn't know what they were talking they're about like, and then you get d snyder in there and he's ripping them apart and then zappa eloquently yeah Choose them up. Yep. And he goes, eh. Right. I'm well, not dumb. I know what I'm talking about. So, uh, Boys in the Hood, is that on Easy Does It or Straight Out of Compton? I think it's on both. Oh, it might be on both. It anyway, might be on both. Uh, the the 6 4. Yeah. Impo- I'll throw it in the gutter and go buy another. It's uh-huh. like your copy of the record. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> throw, go like, ahead. I'll- <laughs> I'm going to go get another one. I'm not going to stop, That's man. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, but those those changed everything, man. They changed yeah. my way of thinking about. I I don't have to listen to one style of music, right? Like you 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 know we're we're the same age. You were in school and you had this group, this group, this group, and this group. You don't really have that anymore in school. At least I don't think so. My kids never. You really. mean click wise? Yeah, socially. Yeah. yeah, like you had your freakers and your jocks, and skaters, and your stoners, and, yeah. and your skaters, yeah. and everybody was listening to different music. Yeah. Well, I took it all and said. Because I was, I was all of them, pretty much. Nice. And I was like, I skate. I ride my bike, my horror. I love punk rock music. Yeah. I love, you know, I was like, minor threat. Yeah. I love this stuff. And my cousin was introducing me to that, and like Front 242, and, uh, um, you know, a lot of, uh, like, Skinny Puppy. Oh, wow. And I'm going this right here, like Depeche Mode, uh, uh, the Smiths. You and, are all over the place. Yeah, and I went this. I love this. And then my other buddies are listening to Iron Maiden, Motorhead, 
Metallica, Megadeth, you know, uh, uh, all the, the, you know, Anthrax, who I love. And yeah, I was like, they, they were, were always... They were the, smart, heavy. Yeah, they were the ones who, who went, hey, we're we're like these guys, but we're not like these yeah. guys. But we're going to be like these guys because where else are we going to fit? But they were kind of like thrash, punk, all over the place. I just, I had a dude on, it's been a little bit ago, but he picked Mr. Bungle as a record. Oh, yeah, and, man. And I was like, what is this? I didn't even, it totally... I had no idea. Yeah. And then I saw on Facebook yesterday, they're like touring again. They're back. And it's, it's Scott Ian from Anthrax. Uh, Scott Ian. And uh, then, um, uh, the, the front man from, from, uh, faith, no more, Faith no more and Tomahawk. Uh, Oh yeah, dude. Wow. Uh, Mike Patton. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, dude, he, that dude's a genius man. All the bands that he's created and has been in, have been successful or excellent. good or okay. excellent okay. stuff. Mr. Pungle's good stuff. Yeah, it's it's not my cup of tea. It's hard. I mean, all, there's a lot of genre jumping in within a track. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's I think it's a special brain that can <laughs> take it in and like I, mean, I got I know all the thing. You know what I mean? You you gotta have some good stuff to smoke, <laughs> and then and then turn and then exactly. turn it up, man. Halfway. Uh, so what about first show? I assume Ooh. you have seen some shows over the years. First show was Chicago. Seriously? Yeah, nineteen eighty five Crown Center. Uh uh-uh. uh. Swear. What indoor outdoor? Was it was it Crown Center? Yeah, it was Crown Center. Uh you remember when they had the free concerts? Yes. Oh it was basically Boulevardia. That, yes. Okay. Yeah, and they had free concert Fridays or something like that. Holy so smokes. I saw I saw Chicago and it, which I like my parents were like, Chicago's playing? And it's free? Holy right. smokes. So we went and saw that. And we, yeah. need, we need that back or Spirit Fest or something. Oh, dude, Spirit here. Fest. These kids have no clue, man, what Spirit Fest was all about. That was fantastic. And now that they're fixing up Berkeley Riverfront, bring it back. Right. Bring it back, man. It makes sense. Is that uh, that's a, a fireworks destination spot on 4th of July usually, right? Berkeley. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, yeah, Chicago, man, uh, and that's another band that I grew up listening to because I've never taken the the plunge to like. I mean, I know you know radio hits, and I know that there's a lot of talented musicianship, but I've just never they they were the first one of the first bands. Uh, Danny Seraphin, who was the drummer for Chicago, was um, when I first heard him playing, and and the the timing aspect that's what made me want to be a musician and play really? drums. Because I was just like this dude right here. Wow, is insane all over the place. But he, it was very technical. And yeah, I, I loved it, man. Yeah, I was um, like, this is good. Are you familiar with Shiner? Oh yeah. Uh, the drummer came and did an episode, and his he they there's some dudes in that outfit that are like big big Chicago guys. Shiner, Alan Epley, dude. Yeah, I uh, yeah I I broke his. He just put out a new record. I played his. I think I was the first radio station in uh the united states to play a track of his okay on the station and he was like thank you so much for doing that man he seriously did yeah uh, on instagram and i was just like dude i got you you're you're a local dude yeah although you don't live here right but is he in la no he's in chicago okay yeah epley's in chicago his his podcasts are awesome seriously have you you heard them no oh great stuff i know great stuff okay i'll uh, i'll have to have you send it to me who did you have here 
from uh, Shiner. Jason Gherkin. Oh, drummer. I love Gherkin. Meat suit. His yeah, Instagram dude. Is, yeah. Uh, we worked together. I, t- whatever, twenty years of restaurant background, and he. Mm-hmm. I reached out to him, and he yeah. was like, "What? You're doing what?" And I was like, "Yeah, I just thought maybe I'd see." He's like, "Okay." So he blew me away in that uh, I was like, "So give me a record or a lister," and he was like. No hesitation. Goodbye, Yellowbrook Road, Elton John. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. And then I listened to it, and I was like, whoa. Man, man across the water, or a river. The, when I first heard that, I was just. That, there is some insane musicianship happening in that record. In 1971, since we're on the Elton John, he put three records out. All of them went gold. Are you serious? platinum. Yes. Three in one year. Whoa. He was on a mission, man, and that's. I think the first one was Madman Across the uh, the Water. Okay, and I was like, I remember hearing that for the first time because you you listen to that and you're like, holy shit! And a Goodbye Yellow Brick Road was in that same era. Yeah, so it's and, incredible. Gherkin's Ger- uh, choice of of music is fantastic. I've known him for a while, off and on. Okay, uh, Billy Johnson. Yeah, uh, who who you know. Uh, Rest no in peace. Rest right? in peace. No longer yeah. with us. Knew him quite well. Okay. Him and Casey Johnson. Okay. Uh, I've been in the scene for a while. Yeah. You know? And nice. uh, yeah, you know, it's you know hanging out with with them and and uh, the projects that that he was in. And, sure. You know, uh, Rocket Fuel is the key. And, yeah. Oh yeah, dude, great stuff. Dude. Um. So I want you to tell me about uh, Counterclockwise, KC, but I I would like you to, uh, if you wouldn't mind just kind of fill us in from finishing high school up until that project started, like just kind of what you've been doing, um, how you landed there. Uh, conquering the world one day at a time. <laughs> that's, that's an that's, excellent that's, answer. You know, right? I, when I joined the, I joined the Navy, I was okay. going to go play college football. You were? Uh, yeah. Like I, people I, were looking at you? Yeah. I had some, some colleges, uh, some big, some small. Okay. Uh, I wanted to go to a small school called Wooster in Ohio. What'd you play? I was uh, I was a kicker punter, okay, okay. and uh, I played defense uh, safety. Okay. So, but uh, did they you ever me. Uh, light anybody up on a return McAfee style? I did, and then I got lit up myself. Ooh, ow. yeah, thinking that I was uh, you know cool, and I didn't hear a whistle, and I thought I did, and this dude comes around the corner and waylays me, and I'm like, I'm still he running. Comes around the corner and what? Uh, he hits me okay. sideways, and I'm I'm still running, and. My feet are, are moving, but I'm sideways. <laughs> Scooby Doo in the oh, game. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I think I said roll, roll. Yeah, and that was it, man. Yeah. I was like, dude, this. And they would go, listen for a whistle. Keep your head on a swivel, dude. Yeah, and I'm like a junior in high school, going, okay, that'll never happen again. That that sucked really bad. <laughs> I think I broke a rib. He hit me that hard. I was like, okay, dude, game on. I play out in independent. I play ice hockey out in independence on nice. Wednesdays. Nice. Um, I'm often. One of the lighter frames out there, mm-hmm. weight wise, um, which doesn't mean I'm soft or afraid or anything. But if somebody considerably larger wants to direct traffic, they're not gonna. So I've been, you know, a number of times. I, I love to play left wing, but I always play D. I'm, I'm the captain, so wherever I need to be, is I'll just, you know, we're we're always short D. Yeah. So I spend a lot of time trying to move bodies in front of the crease, you know, and there's been a couple times where it's gotten scrappy and I've gotten cross-checked and I've been hit so hard that it's, I'm like in the air going this when I, when I land, 
this is gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt real bad. And it's like I'll t- I can take the check all the time, and it, no matter what, it's the impact of hitting the ice. It's a split second, but during that time, you think it's it's been a year, right? Why isn't this over yeah. yet? And you're like, that hasn't even started. Yeah, okay, here we so go. Conquering the world one day at a time. Yeah, football. I got. I I, I was gonna play college football. I I didn't. I didn't really. My gut told me, dude, don't do it. You're done. You're tired. You don't want to play no more. You already amazed me. Uh, you know, you said figuring it out in high school, and I nodded like I, I've bar- I'm kind of still figuring it out. Like oh, high well, school. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Me too. My but- head was not right. I needed you know validation and approval and uh, all these other things. But you you're figuring some stuff out in high school, and then you have a good. I think it was a good gut instinct to tell you not yeah, to Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to do something else. I didn't want to stay. I knew that I wasn't going to pay attention in school. And I thought about going to University of Chattanooga, which was down the street. Right. That was a bad idea because I wouldn't have done shit. Mm-hmm. And I was starting to play music, you know, and I was like, okay, I'm, I, I could go, you know, be in a band, uh, do this, do that. I was like, well, I, that's a bad idea because I'm going to end up doing nothing are you are you playing an instrument in high school uh i'm starting okay at the time yeah. drums yeah okay you know? and right. uh um i'm i'm going oh, man i i, I want to i need to go do something i need to get i need to force myself to where i can't get out of it so i joined the navy right and what the dude who signed me up i remember sitting there with him you know like the night before i was heading out to boot camp and he goes what's on your mind and i said he was a straight shooter I said, man, I said, am I making the right move? He goes, listen, dude, you belong in the Navy. You're this old school cat. You got old, like, family members who are ex-military. You've got it upstairs. There's a lot of dudes who come with deer in the headlights. You're going to be fine. He goes, take it one day at a time. Conquer it one day at a time, man. Conquer the world one day at a time. Okay. He goes, you'll be all right. So I said, okay. I went into boot camp thinking the same way. I'm like, okay. These dudes are going to come out. They're going to beat our ass. I'm ready. We show up to boot camp, man, and they're looking at us like, "What are you doing here?" And we're going, "What? What?" We we were we showed up to a boot uh, uh, Orlando, and they had already started closing that boot camp. So we should have went to Chicago. We ended up in Orlando. Oh my god! Yeah, How so embarrassing we had, we had to sit there for like an extra month and put everything back together, and then we started boot camp. So by then Weird. we were we already knew we were like dude we're we're way and then we needed more people okay to be part of you know like the classes wow and I was like eh, here we go so so well, is it so all of the branches of the armed forces I mean have a boot camp and it's yes or no quasi accurately depicted in the movies and on television like mm. people are in your face trying to harden you up. Yes, you know hazing, if you will, uh, not so much. Excuse me. Uh, the, the hazing part—that's uh, they—they they overdo that. It's television. It's it's movies. okay. But the, they break you down to build you up. Sure. And you're sitting there, you know, and they they put the flag in front of you, and they tell a story, and they play uh, uh, Lee Greenwood in the background. You know, <laughs> God bless America, and you're like. Got it. <laughs> you're like, okay, and I'm Travis like, Tritt next. Yeah, Thanks, I, know, I, I remember looking at my bud, and uh, we were both going to uh, uh, rescue swimmer school afterwards, and uh, we look at each other. We're like, like, whatever, dude. Just, just go with it. Because mm-hmm. he's sitting there going, "What the 
this is a crock of shit, mm-hmm. man. I just want to get out of here. Like, I'm ready to go. Because we were doing extra training. And then we went to rescue swimmer school and air crew school and uh, RA school. So I, I did a lot of schooling before I went and landed in, in where I, my station. How how many, are we talking years for all that stuff? A uh, year and a half. Oh, okay. A year and a half. It sounds so, like you got a lot done in that time. Yeah. You know, I, I was still, you know, I'm still learning, listening to music, um, which was the driving force. Like I, without music during this time, I'm screwed. No way. And and this is, this is 94. So, you know, Kurt just passed away. We got Foo Fighters. And everybody's like, who's this Foo Fighters? And I'd already known by looking up and reading on in the magazines. It was all Dave Grohl. Right. I was like, that's Dave Grohl's project, man. Right. And I'd known Dave Grohl before, when he was in Scream, uh, before he was in uh, Nirvana. Okay. So when he got hired on to be the drummer for Nirvana, I was like, oh, that's the dude who was in Scream. Wow, you were dialed in. Yeah, dude, I was, you know, living what? on somewhat the East Coast. Uh-huh. I'm listening to a lot of, like, Fugazi. Okay. A lot of East Coast punk. And, and you know, the friends that I was with, sure. you know, we're listening to that. Soundgarden. And yeah. Alice in Chains. You know, the, the staples. Yeah. You know, I was never a hair band, dude. Me either. Never. I mean, more power to you if you are, but it's hey, not, not for me. Totally cool. Uh, with one caveat, I do love me some Cinderella uh long long cold winter i think is the one album that's got like three bangers on it there's there's one record from warrant okay that i like which one uh it was it came out in 95 cherry pie no it was after After, okay yeah Uh, this is when they were like dude cherry pie they wrote for us we didn't want to do that song this is what we really are they were they dirty rotten filthy stinking rich was that them the yeah but that was early. Was that earlier? That was earlier. Okay. Yeah, huh. but I liked them because they were heavier, and then they got glam, just yeah. like everybody else did. Um, did they? So Winger had seventeen, which Winger. was like Winger's you couldn't even. you couldn't record that t- that tune today. Did Warrant yeah. have one like that also? That was like no, I think it was just Cherry Pie. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Winger. Even even in nineteen eighty nine, you're going. Bro, 17. what are you? 17, dude. Yeah. Well, it is legal in yeah. Arkansas. Wait a year. Wait, it's, it's if, one, if she's one, still dude. around, then find out she's if it's all meant yours. to be. She's yeah. all yours. Uh, Damn, R. Kelly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you mean when you said uh, without music at that time, you would have been in trouble? Um, it kept me going, man. We, okay. we had times where we could pick a playlist to listen to. Um, uh, we had our headphones. You know, because they gave you, because you get a lot of off time, so you go work out, you, you take care of yourself, you know. Okay. And I'm listening to a lot of music. So the music I'm listening to is, I'm picking people's brains, and I'm going, so where are you from, dude? I'm from Oakland. Good for you. And I'm like, what do you listen to, man? And he goes, typo negative. Typo negative. It's right, right there in the skinny puppy lane. Yeah. Like aggressive. And I, I, man, I loved it, man. Okay. And I was like, all right. And then I'm listening to 40 Ounces of Freedom from Sublime before Sublime got big. Yep. And I'm like, dude, because dudes were from Long Beach and they were like, dude, these dudes right here. And then slightly stupid. Okay. And you're going, who have been around forever. Right. And I'm like, dude, that's cool, man. And, you know, and then I'm still listening to De La Soul and, Boogie Down Productions and the Beastie Boys, yeah. you know, check your head, yeah. man, and ill communication. Yep. In my mind, the greatest one-two punch of albums ever made. 
uh, ill communication and check your head? And check your head. Okay. Because they went with, they, they said, okay, we're changing our style. Here's where we're going. And now, you know, let's keep it going like that. But right. we're going to, we're going to get a little more serious. Yeah. Crisp, more crisp, more little, professional. Yeah. And you're going well, to a little harder, days. maybe even. I yeah. Mean, and they're, uh, Adam Yock, man, he had a message and he was like, let's, let's tell this story now. So you're just like, let's have fun. But I'm trying to tell you a story. This right. is who I am. Right. right Tibetan Freedom Fest. Yeah. And you're like, okay, cool. Huh. So yeah, that, um, I get out, you know, I do my thing. I go, you know, wandering around, whatever. I start playing music. Um, still work, drums? Yeah, okay. still drums. I, I played when I was in the Navy. Uh, a buddy of mine was a jazz uh, uh, session drummer. He, when I was st- stationed in Virginia Beach, he would leave every weekend to go back to Baltimore and he would make a couple of grand and gigging would, gigging wow and he was playing jazz like jazz fusion type, type like tower power okay. you know hell yeah and uh and that's how i found out about modesky martin and wood because mm. this dude was showing me hey listen man if you take these artists and he would always tell me this is the alternative to the alternative right and that's that's the station okay you know right so all this stuff I, I feel and keep under my wing, you know, I bartend, I go do nursing. I don't like it too much. You know, I, I go back to bartending. This is after the Navy, you know, I'm mm-hmm. doing my thing. I meet the old lady. I have some kids. Not eight I, of them though. Not eight of them. <laughs> eight is enough. That's the whole show. <laughs> oh, dad chicks. Yeah. I mean, uh, they're all, and they're welcome in large quantities. Exactly. You know? Well, you know, they taught me a lot of things. They taught me what not to do. Mm-hmm. And my oldest sister, man, she was uh, very influential on me on how to do it, and which which I owe her a lot. Okay. Because she was just like, "Listen, man, I don't want you to screw up." Because I think I hate to say this, but I was like her favorite. I still am. Your sisters? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my sister Elsa, like she was always like. I'm proud of you, man. You're doing it like this. You do it like this, like this, like this. And I was always wondering why she was hard on me, but it was for a reason. Yeah. You know? So she follows my stuff. She loves listening to the station, but uh, before the station. So I'm, I'm making music here in town. I'm still bartending. I start up some stuff, you know, it fails. Keep on going. How did you know that like, what, at what point are you like, this is a failure and I should let go. You know, when you go to a show and you're playing a gig and, there's nobody there <laughs> and, and it's like you you don't like what you're playing and you're only playing it because you like maybe one of the members in the band i see and okay. you go this is not me okay i'm not this style and again and good good instincts yeah. it sounds like and you know you play and then but you don't burn a bridge right you say hey man um you know after this next gig i'm i'm done all right man that sucks dude but uh, i get it it's cool uh played in a few bands around town uh, with the support of your wife oh yeah man nice. you know the kids you know family friends um you know enjoying myself still working still doing what i want to do start a, a little you know recording studio uh covid kind of put the kibosh on that sure. i mean we're still running the little engine that could but right it's shifted from recording music to doing production and uh recording of podcasts okay and and like cleaning stuff for people like people you know like you everybody wants to do a podcast right, right. yeah and you sit there and you go oh, well, what, are, what are you talking about oh mine's all about religion mm-hmm. oh, well you're screwed already 
and, all right, or uh, a comedy or whatever. You right. know, I'm just saying. And you go, okay, man, you you know, well, what do you want me to do? Well, listen to my podcast. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. I'm like, oh my god, didn't you hear a lot of? And I, I know we were doing that earlier, and you're going, no, 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 stop. What are you doing, dude? So you help them clean it up. Well, how much is it going to cost? Eh, not too much. And then they tell somebody. And then people see what I'm doing. Like, I still do music. You know? So this is like uh, this is a gig that you're doing at one point, is cleaning up people's podcasts. Yes. What, and this is during COVID. We, okay, okay. This okay. is during COVID because it, it got to the point where you can't have anybody in the studio. Yeah. And people were doing Zoom recordings. I know. And I was like, I haven't even no. haven't even taught myself how because I I don't want to. Uh-uh. I want to be in person. Yeah, I don't want to do Zoom. Yeah, because I think it it cheats and it takes away from the sound of everything. Can you imagine recording a band a record with Zoom? Uh, no. They were they were doing it. Oh, and okay. I, I refused. To be a part like of everybody at that. home, them like the drummers yeah. at home, yeah, guitar. recording okay. pieces, and they're looking at each other, and you have headphones on, and you're recording. This person's doing this, doing this, doing this, and you're recording it all, and you're breaking it down. And I'm like, no, wow, no way, man. I mean, records have been made that way, where bands have had beef, and so that everybody's like in their own room, yeah, but in a, in separate rooms to. Um, Maybe the police is the first one that springs to mind for maybe their last album. Because oh, I don't even think they toured together. Like when they toured, they all took different planes and different buses. Oh man, how crazy that is, is that? Not, that sucks, dude. Rock and roll America. No, I dude, Guns N' Roses is doing that shit uh, right now. Right now, they're man. touring separately. Well, yeah. I mean, when you're I, when you're old. And that's I, I can see it. <laughs> they don't but, want to share the toilet. Well, whatever. The, but when mm-hmm. you're young, I mean, like, how else are you going to bond if you're not? You got to be recording together other. and touring together, oh, yeah. like at least for a couple years. Yeah, just you, you don't know, have to do it for ten. Do you like that person? Right. And it, even if you don't like that person, tolerate that person if you are well, making some of the best music in the world. I'm no, you know expert but i always sort of feel like you shouldn't be in a band with somebody you don't like yeah i mean you can find you can do it and find chemistry and make a good product but also it's not it's not going to be sustainable over if you want to do it for you know it won't work no and and the the couple of bands that i've been in they've lasted maybe three to four years before it imploded yeah not exploded imploded (laughs) because so-and-so didn't like this dude or they didn't like how this was written and somebody got a big head and Mm -hmm. wanted to record let's be a little more grandioso and you're like dude stop that's not yeah me i want to play a two-minute song i'm gonna bang the shit out of my drums yeah and and i want to sound like uh I want to sound like whatever I want to sound like. Like the band off, they go and record their stuff, and it's a two-minute song, and you're like, oh, dude, I'm sweating with you, man. This is nuts. And the record's only like 20 minutes, and it's 10 tracks. Wow. And you're going, holy crap, dude, my chest. Am I good? I'm good. Like it's like you're you're listening to cocaine on a record. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing, yeah. man, but they're just so in your face, yeah. and you're like, whoa. Uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of things that I love about fish, but they eventually got to a, a point kind of recently, I don't know, 2017, 2018, some, somewhere in there uh, where they just kind of developed an, a, 
there are no no's policy. So if you say, I want to try something grandiose and this guy's, we're going to try it all. We're going to do it. And we'll see how it feels. We'll try it on, you know, which I I think is a cool. That's probably why they're still going. Maybe, you know, maybe, uh, you know, and, and they've all had their separate projects. I love Mike Gordon. He just put out a new record. Did he really? Yeah, dude, his records are good. They're 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 unique. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then you got Paige McConnell with Vita Blue. Yep. And then you Trey Anastasio yeah. doing what he's doing, and you, you just kind of look at the band and you go. And then he, I mean Trey and uh, Paige just put out their second. They put out one called uh, December, and it's you know short mm-hmm. and mostly stuff that they've already recorded as a as a four piece. Uh, but they just put out January, which is their second one, and it's um, maybe all original material. But it's like, man, I I fucking love that you all still support the side projects and are still geeked out about getting the band back together, getting out on the road. Yeah, when they put an album out, man, it doesn't suck. No, you sit there and you go, okay, that's their, that's their COVID album, Sigma Oasis. Um, I knew several tracks from it just from shows and whatnot prior before it, but it's it they were just like hey new record i was like excuse me and you you look at these dudes and you go do these dudes look like rock stars no the opposite yeah dude they you look know. like they should be in a creamery yeah working in a creamery yeah. in vermont right well yeah absolutely <laughs> but they're great dudes yeah. man. you hear interviews with them and people are like this is who they are yeah exactly they're cool guys yeah. man. Um, so, so you're, you're polishing podcasts during COVID. I'm doing stuff like that. I'm, I'm doing a podcast. I, I started doing one because I was going live on Facebook and the numbers were going from, I had a couple hundred people watching to a couple thousand people seriously to about 20,000 people. It was crazy. And I never noticed it until my wife did. She goes, is that, is that correct? That's how many people are tuning. And people were messaging me, wanting to know when I was going live. Get out of here. It was crazy, what dude. To, over what kind of time frame are we talking? 20 <sighs> to 200 to whatever. No, what do you mean? Like from, when when you, so you first start and you 20 views or whatever. And yeah, then all of a sudden it's... It, 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 it took a week. To, what? Yeah, it took Whoa. a week. Brett Batliner was with me. Uh, a, a bunch of dudes. There, there was like four or five of us that we were like, listen, we're not supposed to be together but we're all cool, right? Yeah. All right. Don't tell nobody. We'd all come to my garage. I had equipment. Not supposed to be together. Well, you know how COVID, they were like, hey, oh, we don't we don't want gotcha. you guys. Yeah, you know, yeah, nobody yeah. wandering and this yeah. and this. And we Stay didn't, in your bubble. Exactly. We didn't live too far from each other. Okay. So we'd all sneak it to be around 10 o'clock till about 3 o'clock in the morning. And we're in the garage. And I've got a bar in there. And we've got beer. And we've got bottles. And, well, we're live. And we're talking to people, and people are loving it, and they're waiting on us tooth and nail for the next show. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. And it was growing. So if you're if you're plugging in at 10 p.m., that's when everybody else is plugging in too. Yeah, and, and then we, I guess maybe you, if you miss it, you could see it later. Or no, okay, okay. No, it was live once. I mean, you could watch it if you wanted to, and which would throw me for a loop because the number would still go because I've got people in Hawaii and California and you know West Coast watching this. And then you got real time, like Chicago and New York and Virginia and, you know, Florida watching. And, and we're just being stupid and just talking to everybody because everybody needed somebody to talk to. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're talking and we're chiming in. So it was like a like a chat room. Okay. 
And and then I started doing the podcast, and I was like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna record some music shows for people because, you know, people are still putting out music, and yeah. maybe, maybe I can influence you to listen to this band, or check this out. You haven't heard this in a while, so I started doing counterclockwise KC. So, as, all right, so, as so podcast. How 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 long did the in the garage with the guys? go like oh weeks uh, months about a year a year okay yeah about a year until we finally everybody started going back out right opening up and we're like okay well so then you were that that was that and now the new chapter is yeah a it's, podcast it's podcast okay and there's a, a local radio station online radio station here in town kctk radio okay uh those guys fantastic dudes where get, where are they out of here in kansas city oh okay yeah okay uh independence Okay. They're, they're stationed in Independence. All right. But um, they, I get an email or a message on, on Facebook, and it was like, hey, I'm, I'm Paul Lavota. Me and my brother and, and a friend, we have a radio station called KCTK Radio, personality-driven radio. There's your plug. You know, I got to look at the camera. I forget. Yeah, camera yeah. one, camera two, <laughs> camera one, camera two. I do. Sorry, dude. I mean. I love my movies, man. Like, if I Schwing. could. Yeah, if I could pull up the. Uh, <laughs> The montage uh, of uh, you know most of the Austin Power Moon, you know, nice uh, melons nice or what? Yeah. You know, just, what uh, is that's a big old flying hog? Yeah, <laughs> look at that. Ho- <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so uh, they they message me and they go, yeah, we heard your podcast. You want to put it on our station? And I'm like, yeah, man. You know, at the time it was only an hour. Okay. They were like, can you get it up to ninety minutes? Yeah, that's no problem. Well, what days? And they were like weekends from seven to eight thirty p.m. And I went, dude, that's awesome. Okay, yeah, cool. So I I put it together. I send it to him, and then I do another one. I was doing another one, which which is still you can hear it on on the station. Chemtrails with Adam and Sean. Okay, and we talk vinyl. Nice. We're ta- all we do is talk records. And if, if somebody wants us to talk about a certain record, we'll pull it up. Or we we have to have it on on hand. Sure. So we break it down. We play some songs. We talk about it. This is how it influenced us. This is how it influenced the person who wanted us to talk about it. So we're doing that. So I'm doing the counterclockwise KC show one weekend. The next weekend is Kentrell's with Adam and Sean, and um, both under the call KCTK Radio. Right. And I'm thinking about it, and I'm going, okay, this is picking up, and then. 90.1 KKFI mm-hmm. asked me to put the podcast on their station so you can still find them on, on their, their website. And I've done a, a couple of, you know, in, in studio, been on the radio on Thursdays, you know, for 90.1. Really don't have the time, but I appreciate those guys immensely. I appreciate KCTK radio immensely. Wait, so when KKFI asks, does that mean you're no longer going to put it on the first one? Oh, no, it's still there. Oh. Oh, yeah, it's oh. everywhere. Okay. And to the point to where last year I'm thinking I'm, I'm, I'm in Florida. I'm talking to a friend of mine that, you know, owns a bar down there. And I'm like, I think I'm going to start my own radio station. And he goes, okay. Just like that. And he goes, yeah, right here. He pulls it up and he goes, look, you can, here's the format. It'll, you know, just set it up, do your thing. You don't have to censor yourself or anything. So counterclockwise KC radio went live august 4th and it's been going of 2022 of 2022 and it's been going i mean it's, it's going right now right um 
it's on Live 365. It's on TuneIn, both free apps. I've got an app that I'm building right now to where you can actually, you'd be able to get into your phone and go, I just want to download the app for Counterclockwise KC. And it, you'll be able to listen to music and stream it and do whatever you want. You can do it now, but that would just take you directly to the page. Okay. So that's going on. And it's the alternative to the alternative. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, we interview bands. I've got to, I've got to go to the metropolis of Topeka Friday okay. to interview a band from Iowa. Nice. We play anything from Dave Brubeck. I say we, because there's other DJs that uh, I've known that have shows on the station Okay, on, on different days. Um, uh, the scene with birdie boy is on Mondays and it's all local and regional rock or alternative. So you're, you're hearing local bands constantly on the station and on that show. We'll play local all day. Uh, you'll hear your your sound gardens. You'll hear your Dave Brubeck. You'll hear your Frank Zappa. Sure. You, uh, I got to add some Medeski Martin and Wood. Right. So that's that right there. Yeah. So so this thing has been alive and running for six months, and it has uh, 20, 24-7 programming? 24-7 programming. You can listen to it anytime, and, and, and anywhere. What, what is the... Uh, so... Uh, Shout out to Fort Lewis College in Durango, Colorado. That's where I did my undergrad. But I, and I had a radio show, public uh, college public radio, uh, for three years. Um, and uh, the format, you know, was we we sort of warm up as the day goes on. You know, so in the morning it's pretty chill, and then by midday. So that was and that was it. It was just kind of like it, it, it was a trimester. Mm-hmm. Uh, school, so you got your your um, winter, spring, and then your summer, and then your fall uh, trimesters. And so, uh, as a trimester would come to a close, they, there would be a meeting, and you know, had you put your name in the hat. Hey, I'd like to have a show. Uh, here's what it would look like. Here are my top three choices for slots, and then the uh, for for slots <laughs> for slots. <laughs> Three-hour radio, three-hour <laughs> slots. Uh, and then the uh, uh, the station manager and the program director and whoever else would get together and assemble the week. Um, but, you know, you would have uh, altered states with Dubois, you know, um, Duval, and he would play, like, weird, you know. And then you had uh, um, uh, Roots Raga Radio with pot shake dubwise. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, totally a station I would and have listened to. Right, it so would be perfect. So man. that was the format. So, so does your thing have a format like that, or how are mm, nope? How are all the slots filled? That is amazing. It sounds like a, a, a an impossible task. I I am the program director. Okay. Uh, curator of the music, which a uh, position that comes with a salary and benefits and it, it, pay, all paid time off. Absolutely and, yeah. not. <laughs> no way, man. Shit. I right. go, hey, boss, can I have a day off? And I look in the mirror and I go, no. Right. All right, I tried. But you are, yeah, the program director. Yeah, okay. um, I've got shows. You know, Monday through Wednesday. Uh, actually, Monday through Thursday. Um, uh, the new one is it starts this Thursday. Beers with Nigel. He goes from uh, brewery to brewery, and a, a, a shout out to the Goat Brewing Company, uh, where I work part time. Okay, uh, so I, I do work at a brewery, and and that's another thing. I you know I, I keep myself busy, man. Yeah. I like to do it. And yeah, they play it overhead at, at the station. 
which is great. You can listen to it anywhere. Like any any place can play it. It, it, it you know, it's it's on Sonos. I, I saw you were listening to Sonos. You sure. click it and be like, boom. Okay. Um, but uh, Beards with Nigel is kicking in. They're now, local. Now, does that mean... So do they have a, a day of the week and a, and a time slot? Yeah, uh, they're, they're on... Okay, so most of the shows are on twice a day. So you've got uh, the scene with, with Pretty Boy is on at 7 and then 10 p.m. Okay. Uh, Central Standard Time. Sure, uh, yeah. And then uh, Kentrell's Adam and We're pretty Sean. big in Belgium, so I'm glad big you Belgium. clarify. Yeah. <laughs> you say that, man. I look and I go, oh, Thailand. Right, People I know. are listening. I know. Are they really listening? Right, uh, right. So uh, Kentrell's Adam and Sean, again, 7 and 10. Uh, Wednesday is Mutants of the Monster. Uh, that's from 8 and then again at 11 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's all stoner fuzz rock okay metal that's that's a lot heavier so okay. that's an hour and a half of so these, these are all all shows pm slots pm slots okay um uh beers with nigel seven and ten on thursdays okay and the rest of the format is you wake up at eight o'clock in the morning and you turn that station on you're either going to hear the smiths or you're going to hear pat benatar it, it, there's no i want it all over the place so there's music playing. Music. All day? All day. And then there's shows in the evening. And then the shows in the evening. And how is the music, what's running the music that's playing? Um, I, I, in my studio at home. I've got it to where part of my studio is just the, It's I've got a computer that's a uh, laptop that's strictly for the station. Okay. There is nothing else on this laptop except for what I'm running to keep the station running. Okay. So it's just, it, it. you know, I look, like I go and click it and look at it. Look who's been listening. Look who's, you know, what's been playing. And I go, that song's been playing when, uh, three times already today. So I'll, I'll mute a song. I'll pause it. So that song won't play for like a week. Okay. And I'll put something else in its slot. Um, or cool. I'll, I'll take some new music because every week, you know, I add about 15 to 20 tracks on the station. And I'll go, you know what? I'm just going to add those songs, put them together. And, you know, like like if it's all new wave, I'll, I'll find some more new wave and I'll put it as a block. Okay. And put that music out. If it's um, like Kurt Cobain recently. You but know, every, if, I, if I tune in and listen uh, to all the music that you've played in a week. Uh, you're, you're maybe going to hear, there's right now there's 5,000 songs. But I mean, are they, are all 5,000 songs in there because you put them in there? I put them in there. So there's not a, like a shuffle happening in some kind of database. No. Cho- okay. Um, if, if I set it up that way. Okay. Yeah. If I do, if I do it like that, um, you know, I was trying to pull the station up for you. Uh, turn I think down. you sent it to me. I think I have it. Yeah. So this is what's been playing um, in the past and it logged me out. I don't know. Um, so, like, you know, like before, I, I think Chemtrails with Adam and Sean is on right now. Okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, after it, you'll hear some music, like 311. Okay. And it, it bounce all over the place. So, it's, it's, it's Beers whatever. with Nigel is new. It, did somebody get the boot? Or how did, what, how did a, a hole happen? Mm. Not, if you don't want, if we don't, we don't have to talk about it. Just there, curious. There's a show that wasn't doing too well. Okay. okay. That's it, it's, probably it's, more than yeah. <laughs> you should say. I don't know. Um, it, you know, it's, it's all, you know, I, I get the Arbitron ratings. 
and I, I can see who's been listening okay. at what time. And, you know, it's you, you look at all the numbers, and it's sure. just like stats. Now, how is is there, does this thing need funding to exist the way it's Yeah, existing? there's commercials. Okay. It's, it's a real radio station. It's online. Uh, but, you know, you click on it, and you hear a commercial for Worlds of Fun. You'll hear one from Prize Chopper. Uh, you'll hear local, regional, Does national. that mean it's generating revenue somewhere? It is generating revenue. Okay. Yeah, and cool. the, more, the more listeners, the more I can put more ads on like i can add something from anybody you know they go i i got a few things you know a, a few more local uh restaurants and and breweries and stuff that want to make a commercial so i do you know a 20 to 30 second spot and put it on there and they pay me and that's it and we, then we set it up and i go listen your your commercial is going to play four to five times and then do you today. have to produce the commercial yourself i can unless they have one okay unless they want to do it and they want to come in and do it in the studio yeah Feel free, come on down. Or if they had just have it in their pocket, they can just yeah, send it. Yeah, they'd be it like, here, here's an MP3, dude, uh, of the commercial. I just tell them, if you're doing a commercial, please keep it less than 30 seconds. Sure. And, sure. you know, yeah. like, here, here's your commercial. Yeah. Man. And I'm like, cool. Man, congratulations. I mean, Thanks, dude. It feels like congratulations you, are in order. You know, are you, I, have I, you had I, any regret? No. Has it caused I, any friction in the home? No way. Nice. No, because everybody listens to it. Sweet. Yeah, everybody's, well, I say everybody. Right. I want everybody to right. listen to of it. Right, of course. Please listen to <laughs> it. Please, please. Right. Uh, no, but, you know, um, I've had nothing but good, positive comments about it. Okay. Um, I've had a lot of bands send me stuff on Instagram, and they go, hey, where can I send our music? We got some new music coming out. Where can we send it? I go, send it to my email address. How They'll often is this happening? This is happening a lot. Like I just, every week or every, every month? Or? Every week, man. Every day. I'm, so word of mouth is out there. It's traveling. Pulling, pulling some load for you. I just put this new artist called Cipriano out of Denver, Colorado okay. on there. And they're phenomenal. Okay. It sounds like um, Morphine. Ooh. Yeah. And Treat Her Right, Morph the band that Mark Sandman was in before Morphine, Treat Her Right, which you, you can hear both those bands on the station. Um, but, man, he sent me some stuff. He goes, I got a, an EP coming out, man. It's three songs. I hope you don't mind. I'd like to send it to you. He sent it to me, and I'm, I'm listening to it. Because, you know, not, not all of it's good. <laughs> you know? I but, wondered where you yeah, going to land with that. But, uh, you know, I'll play it at least <laughs> once. <I'll>, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, eh, okay. I, you know. I was like, this could be like radio friendly or appropriate or <laughs> yeah. professional, and you went with good. Yeah, I'm like, eh. uh, but but he sent me his stuff, man, and I'm going, all right. You know, it's like midnight. This was Sunday night, and I click it. And I'm listening to it, and I'm like, holy shit! He's the first artist that I've gotten that I've been like, okay. And, and don't get me wrong, a lot of them, it's good stuff. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, that's good stuff. I'm, I want to play that. Yeah. This dude, though, I'm listening to it, and it's the three piece, and I'm like, what the? He hasn't found the right. Oh no, uh, it's it's fantastic. No, but I mean, oh. for them to blow up, he yeah, hasn't... dude, it it it's they're close, right? It's, it's, it'll, however, it happens. They, right. We will be seeing them here in Kansas City within the next six months. I guarantee, because okay. they're going to go on tour, dude. And once they do that, forget it. It's over. They're going to blow up. Interesting. Yeah, but I got them first. 
Hell yeah, man. Yeah. And okay, it's good so stuff. like let's pretend that uh there's a listener of this podcast that has made it this far with us and they're still intrigued. What uh, I say yeah, thank you. I'm gonna well, I'm gonna uh when I finish listening to the Sean Harris episode, the first place I'm gonna go is to the station. What are the how, what what's the easiest way for somebody to get there and be listening? Go to uh counterclockwise Casey on Facebook or Instagram. Okay. I have link tree set up on the top okay. of each page. You just click it. You can click on uh, you know, there's there's all these plugs where you hit the about or whatever. You know, like you click on a yeah. page and you're looking yeah. at it. There's links. We'll take you wherever you need to go. Okay. All good. And can you see the schedule, the format schedule somewhere? Is it visible? Or? I, I do commercials on Instagram and Facebook to where it'll be like a little blip, like, hey, this is what's coming on today. Like uh, Beers with Nigel, Thursday, boom. And it'll, you know, have some music behind it. It'll have the, you know, like their design. In, but in, but it's not visible for someone to see on the website? Or? If, no. Okay. Not okay. yet, because okay. they're still working on those pages to where you can go. I, I need to set up a, a website, just a website just to have that. Which I haven't done yet because I'm working on the app. Uh, but when when the app comes and up, everything else, yeah, <laughs> and so, running the station and, and the station, doing ads, yeah. I fired myself three times already. <laughs> Did you were you able to file for unemployment? <laughs> no, man, yeah. they wouldn't give what it a to bummer. Me. I should try that. Uh, that's like, super cool. That's super yeah. cool. So yeah, um, you know, it's I, it's something that I've I've always loved. I love 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 music. And when you sent me a message, said, "Hey, dude, let's talk about music." I was like, "Well, I I was yeah. looking at something and uh, request for whatever it was popped up, and I was like, who the fuck is that?" And then I was like, "Oh, somebody I need to reach out to right now, you know, just to say." Well, it's however it was that you came across my path. It it may if it's because of this, I want yeah, it, you know, it, it totally was because I was listening on YouTube. Please check him out on YouTube, right? Right. Uh, Thanks. Uh, do this. Uh, yeah, I was listening on YouTube because uh, Brett, you know, was sure. like, "Hey, check sure. out." I just did one uh, a show with him, and uh, I'm listening to it, and I'm like, and I started, you know, going back, and I'm like, oh, "I want to listen to this one." Sure. You know, I'm sitting in in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, yeah, getting ready to go to a, a baseball game, right? And you met your message popped up, and I was just like, "Yeah, cool. Yeah, let's do this." Yeah. And my, you know, uh, I'm sitting there with my uncle, and he's like. What's that? I was like, I think we were at Oakland, Oakland A's uh, okay. White Sox game. And I said, yeah, yeah, it's work. And he goes, well, you're at a baseball game. So, okay. All right. He Pardon was like, me, yeah, sir. He was like, excuse me. I'm so sorry. Um, so, um, man, I lost my train of thought. But uh, nevertheless, I'm, I'm super glad that you reached out and that we were able to uh, connect. And I want to dive into your list. Uh, but I use the restroom real quick. Uh, okay. Come right back. Yeah. Do you, do you need anything? No, I'm good. Man. Um, so in addition to doing the radio show in college, I was on the newspaper staff and I was part of the editorial staff and, and afterwards, um, I started a blog with a couple of buddies <clears throat> and it was, um, super fun. Um, it was, they were, they're, Broncos fans and I was a Chiefs fan and it was nice. kind of the kind of, yeah. that was kind of the the we had like um, a bunch of different features um, and it grew and we had uh, ticket brokers put links and pay us and we sold shir- shirts and it was fun and then uh, a 
and I, so the three of us are writing, you know, for the for it, and and I'm kind of running it. Um, and after a couple years, two and a half years, um, one of them was, and, and so came up with a schedule, you know, and I'm like, I need. We have to, we have to have deadlines, we have yeah. to, you know, um, and eventually one of them was like, uh, the joy, you know, chore ratio ultimately tilted to mm-hmm. where they didn't want to do it anymore. I mean, I was like mailing them checks, you know, not just for a little while. I don't, wasn't anything, but so do you ever find yourself? I know it's still fresh and new and growing, but you're funny, like, fuck, I got to look at the numbers or I got to put in fill in the blank all the time. Okay. And, but I, I, I get off on that. Okay. I dig it. So you love it. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, man, it does. The chore part of it doesn't ever tilt in the wrong direction. No. Okay. Um, none of it from Ray Tony recordings to this, none of it's ever felt that way. Okay. It's just you, you know, a turn here, a turn here. You got to make an adjustment here. It's never over. I don't like to quit. I don't like to stop. Um, Unless you're gigging to an empty room and then you're like, yeah, then then I'm I'm done. And I'm playing music that I'm like, dude, this is borderline hairband, man. I don't want to play this. All right. Well, playing a cover. That's great. (laughs) Um, So your list. Oftentimes, uh, if it's multiple records, um, I tend to want to go through it in the order of, you know, chronologically year release. Uh, sometimes I, for whatever reason, it feels like I need to keep it, um, in the order that it can't, you know, that the person gave it to me in, mm-hmm. um, with yours, uh, sort of a mix in that I wanted to make, um, one tiny tweak. Uh, but before I do, I've wanted to ask you, uh, if you don't mind, uh, do, are there stories behind your pieces of ink? Uh, do you mind sharing if there are? And if not, that's yeah. fine too. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, these arrows right here. Uh, I, all right, I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh, so I'm, I'm at a grocery store. I just had these done. Uh, and this, this older lady is behind me. And she goes, honey, what, what does that mean? And I go, uh-oh. Uh, what comes up must go down. And she leans into me. She goes, bullshit. What does it really mean? I go, you're, you're fucked either way. She starts laughing so hard. And she goes, were you in the military? And I go, yes, ma'am. I was in the Navy. And she goes, my husband was a bombardier on B-17s. He would have loved that. So that's, yeah. Okay. I, I, it's something I used to say when I was in the Navy. Uh, we'd get in you know, the middle or get going on something. I'd be like, man, we're fucked either way. You're fucked either way, dude. We got to do it. Let's go. Don't complain about it, man. Let's go. Pardon the uh, ignorance here, um, but Navy is like Top Gun, like battleships with planes on it or no? Yeah. yeah, uh, The top. Yeah. You know, there's a Top Gun. Yeah. But yeah, it's, you know, you're uh, on a, you're on a boat. I'm on a boat. Uh, I did a lot of shore duty, but I was also on, on boats uh, on the East coast. That's terrifying to me. Um, Being out in the big, giant, scary ocean. You know, you you sit out there and you look around and there's nothing to stop you from falling over. And that boat just keeps going. Because if you fall over the side of that boat, you're done. Yeah, right. That's like falling off the, uh, um, the, uh, what is that bridge in San Francisco? Golden, Golden Gate. Gate Bridge, man. You're you're a goner, dude. And plus the fish. They're, yeah, they're yeah. Just, 
it's not good, man. So when you would get general quarters, you know, man overboard, you know, and you see a, a glow stick or something like that, or you get that call, you're not going to find that person. If a boat, uh, a helicopter goes down or something like that, nine times out of 10, you're not going to find that, that person or people, that crew, because did you lose anybody? No, but I, I knew people who were lost at sea Fuck. in, uh, 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 the Cape of South Africa. And Somebody, it was feeding season for great whites. I mean, yeah. Yeah, not good. No. So Somebody uh, uh, that also went to Fort Lewis just today posted, I didn't, I, I'm, I've never been like really close with them or anything, um, but they were, they know some folks that I went to school with and we were around at the same time and, and they were in the English communications f- field, which I spent a bunch of time in, uh, posted like, 76 pictures uh fresh off a trip to antarctica nice and so i guess uh there's a place in is it chile or argentina where it's it's the end of the world uh-huh. uh fin de mundo is actually what the place is and then from there boats you know so it you know absolutely terrifying yeah um conceptually but the photos were gorgeous and Dude, you know, always glaciers and penguins and seals and and then he stuck a couple of videos in there and some of it is like on a big ass boat moving through ice uh-huh. i was just like fuck no i will never go to antarctica i just do that would be so i try to get stationed in iceland which is really not you know ice it's you know it's, it's the opposite greenland yeah. is the cold is the cold one but uh, I wanted to go to Iceland, which, which I somebody said on here they did on purpose because they didn't want yep. people coming to the Vikings. I, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't want people to take their land, so yeah. they said, "No, no, 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 no. It's Iceland. Yeah, no, you don't want this one. Frozen. You want that one. Everything's frozen. Everything's frozen. <laughs> they're, and they're living lush. They're like, no, oh, nothing stupid. to see here. Please disperse. <laughs> yeah, they're like ignorant bastards. Right. But yeah. So yeah, that would be cool. But yeah, tattoos. Uh, kids. These are my kids. Okay. Um, Jacob, Zoe, Noah. Uh, these are uh, point A to point B okay. uh, nautical. Uh, okay. I, I, you know, I was uh, on helicopters. I was a mechanic uh, slash air crewman uh, search and rescue unit. So that's point A to point okay. B. Um, that's not finished. That has to do with uh, a few of my fallen brothers okay. uh, from the uh, Navy. Cool. And that's about it. I mean, I mean, I've got a couple up here. You, but- so as uh, around uh, 1990. Three ninety four was like you know freshman year of college. Like people are getting, that is what everybody is doing is getting tattoos. And I was like, I want to do it, but I got to figure out the right one. Never have uh, every and so so if I see somebody like a lot of times, uh, there's too much ink for me to. I'll be like, what's this? What's the general story? Yeah, yeah. Because we can't give an hour to you going through all. But so you got a, a couple that are visible, and I was curious. And I appreciate you sharing. I've got them strategically placed, and I don't think he really understands. I've told him a couple times, but my father has tattoos. Okay, and they're in the same spots of his tattoos. Oh wow. He, he, I don't think my, my mom got it. Dad, I was dad's like, still around. Yeah. Okay. Dad's still around. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's got the tattoos and I'm like, dude, put, put your arm out, man. And he was like, no, okay, I'm just showing you, dude, that's in the spot. That one is right. But, yeah. <laughs> and, um, I never, I never wanted tattoos, but you know, when I saw a band called black flag and Henry Rollins, man, and he didn't, he, 
you know, has ink, but not, you know, he's like, I don't need sleeves, man. Right. I just do it whatever, yeah. however I want it. Yeah. That's how I felt. What it, what it, I, know, I know that there are um, biographies and probably documentaries and so forth about him, uh, none of which I've consumed yet, but he's always just struck me as a very fascinating human. He's and, an interesting cat, man. Like, yeah. um, I think some, some people have had a, few, a couple of negative things to say too, but mostly like uh, hardcore entrepreneur, um, you know, um, conquer the world one day at a time kind of mentality i think yeah and, uh, uh, he's got a couple books out man if yeah. you read him or go to his shows where it's like spoken word or one man you know kind of like uh he's interviewed himself right uh very interesting man his music's all over the place yep. his mind is all over yep. the place he's yeah. always one step ahead uh-huh so that's what i dig man i dig artists like that yeah like de la soul right those dudes were one step ahead of yeah. everybody else uh this week's episode uh, is uh, it's a it's a return guest and it's um, uh, the, the entire discography of Tribe and Daylaw. Oh um, yeah, which was super fun. Uh, I just finished editing last night and I talked so freaking much. Which whatever um, conceptually, it was still a fun episode to do. Um, Dude, I'm I'm reintroducing stuff to my brothers. Because nice. the they're the, they're out on album now, yeah. You know, and, and you can download. Finally, man, March third. Yeah, uh, rest in peace, True Boy the Dove. Oh who my was god, three weeks, Dave. Yeah, before, dude. Before, I mean, plug two. Yep. You you yep. sitting there? You're like, dude. I did I did a show last week, and it's it's on KCTK right now, where the first hour was two songs from the first four albums, and okay. I talked about them, and I played my favorites, and oh. I was just like, here. So uh, that would be three feet dead, uh -huh. uh, balloon and stakes. Yep. So what were your two tracks from stakes? Ooh, uh, man! Without looking at it, sure. it's um, damn. Because uh, there is a that one is two. So hard, there's dude. a one two punch mm -hmm. on stakes. First of all. <clears throat> don't let anybody tell you otherwise stakes is the best record they ever put out. That's the only record that I was not able to get. I ordered them in a bundle. And that one was already sold out. The best one-two punch in hip hop lives on stakes. And are, are we talking stakes is high? It's so easy. Nope, that's what I played. Okay, those are fantastic tracks. Yeah, but the best duo ever written is uh, Dinanit and De Breaks. Okay, okay. Dinanit, yo, hey, hey, and then the break. Uh, where the ladies at? Hey, we chilling over here. Where the fellas? Are we taking over this year? It was so hard to pick from that record, yeah, man. I just closed my eyes and went. It's a great record, mm. man. It's a great and like Pr Prince Paul got tons of uh, or uh, uh, whatever amount of notoriety for being the producer in the mind behind um, Three Feet and, and Dead and Balloon, and then he's gone, and that's the first one they put out without him. I'm like, yeah, maybe you weren't all that, man, or, or yeah. maybe maybe. Maybe you shape. Maybe he shaped them into uh, the spot they needed to be to put that record out. But you know, but they they also had you know, I mean the the crew that they hung out with, man, like the Jungle Brothers, yep. and you had Tribe, and you had Common. Yeah. But at the time, he was Common Sense, mm -hmm. and you're uh -huh. going, dude, these dudes, they're they're keeping themselves with a nice group. You know, I mean, very nice leaders of the new school. Yep. Well, then there's an there's an offshoot of uh, Native Tongues, which is. Uh, Fuck, Aqua, not Aqua. Um, I forget the name of it, but it's got another, an additional t 12, you know, artists 
that are also like good people, you know, yeah. uh, a good, good crew. Um, but, uh, so for your list, um, the one, the one tweak I wanted to make is that I wanted to get into, uh, fair warning first. Okay. Um, Van Halen, 1981. Oh, dude. Nine tracks, 31 minutes. What in the actual heck? Um, I was, a so this is fifth of 12 for them. If you want to count all of the uh -huh. iterations, um, but I could imagine somebody saying self-titled or 1984 or women and children first. And you went fair warning, uh, which is fascinating to me. And, and so I'd like you to, you know, tell me about how this record landed on your lap and how it became a favorite. Here's how I went fair warning. Uh, my brothers were at a concert. I don't remember who they went. So produced by Ted Templeton. Yeah. I see. I'm a nerd like that. I think, man. He, I I think he did a lot of theirs. He, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe even into Van Hagar. Uh, I think he did the first couple, and then he he split. Right. Yeah, he was just like, no, I'm not doing this. Um, I remember in '81. I think they went and saw. This, we were living in El Paso, Texas. I think they went and saw Kiss. Okay. And um, it was it was my it was a whole group. Like my uncles were with them because they're all about the same age. And they had some friends, you know, with them. Um, and they come back, and my brothers always had the baddest sound systems, you know. And it's like 11, 30, 12 o'clock, you know, they got some beer. They're, you know, we're just all hanging out. It's the weekend. And my brother puts this record on, man, and turns it up. And he, the first song he's playing is Sunday Afternoon in the Park. Okay. And I'm like, and I, I heard that, and I, I hadn't heard this record yet. And I'm listening because I mean I I grew up. Is that one of the last two? That's like it a is. minute and change. And it's it's all like uh, just weird, you know, just all over the place. It's it's not running with the devil. No. Yeah. And it it's um, Eddie wanting to incorporate more substance, okay, into the 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 records themselves, and Dave not wanting to have it. So he was like, I'm gonna put it at the end anyway. So I don't care. So like whatever you know that that was this was the record that was the beginning of the end. Interesting. I did Dave. see a little. Uh, so one reviewer said, and I, I poached a couple of lines from his quote, but said uh, it's clear that Eddie won mm -hmm. the struggle between how the to exactly what you just spoke to what what the end product is going to look like, and you said Eddie's wanting to incorporate more. He wanted more synthesizer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 Dave didn't want it. Yeah. And when you look at the interviews, and you know, I'm six years old at the time, and I'm already noticing because I'm listening to Van Halen one, Van Halen two, and you're you're sitting there going, you know, like my brothers are wearing the shit out of these records, yeah. man, and because that's that's dude that band they're good records. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's Van Halen, yeah. man. And this album came out, and even being a six-year-old kid, it stuck with me, man, because I was like, that's different. For sure. That is different, and I like it. Uh, sold two, two million copies, but considered the least successful of the David Lee Roth era, despite- I thought, it was, I thought it was the best. Despite a lot of critical praise, Esquire uh, included on their list of 75 albums every man should own, uh, and then Stephen Thomas Erlewine from uh, All Music, called it a dark strange beast particularly because it lacks uh any song as purely fun as the hits from the first three records mm -hmm. but it nevertheless winds up um 
as a, a dark, dirty, nasty piece of work and contained some of the finest, hardest music Van Halen ever made. You could tell they were pissed in in the recording. Like they were they were misfiring. And and but they they put this there was vengeance in this record. Okay. It just felt like it, man. You hear the vocals from David Lee Roth. There was a lot of booze and a oh, lot of drugs yeah. in this record too. Yeah. And you could feel it and hear it in the songs. And that stuck with me, man. Are you uh are you into Rogan at all? Uh, Joe Rogan, yeah, yeah. I, I listen to him once in a while. Have you seen? There, I'm not sure how many times David Lee Roth has been on there, but I think there's one that's kind of recent, and then there's one that's like three or four years ago. It is insane. Like he is this weird mix of I'm a fried fucking human being from all the partying, but the but he's still sharp and like loves to talk. Oh yeah, and he it is. Wild, like man. he does like Japanese art, like with the you know, like the tamping okay. aspect of it. Like he, he does this certain style that he had to go to Japan for two years and get taught how to do it. Okay. He's very a very fascinating he's, person. Yeah, man, but when he's just talking normal shit, it's not there. It's he's he's just kind of like mm. he does a lot of this uh like, you know, in that episode, it wouldn't take much for Rogan in the form of a question. Sometimes there didn't even need to be one, and he would just see it as a cue to go on this big tangent about fill in the blank topic. And and a lot of, um, you know, what feels like condescension, like, mm -hmm. okay, so the jump, the champing, you see what they had. It's, he's got to teach every detail. It's like you're asking the reader to take too many or the listener to take too many things along the journey it it's it's, yeah. it's still you should totally check it out it's oh I'm, I'm totally i i sorry i got out there uh i'm totally i'm like oh i got excited yeah, yeah. i got a boner <laughs> if you guys can see it i got a boner got a david lee roth I got, boner i got a david but a dlr boner uh no dude you sit there and you go you you're like some of the interviews like that's another thing you go on youtube man and you just get deep into it and i'm watching like old like the last two interviews with eddie and then alex and r.i.p and peace to eddie man oh dude i that was i was hurt when that happened yeah. and i was at the same year my mother can passed you away. um oh for real yeah okay. man does the is the uh the, the cardboard insert is that by chance taped together uh yes okay so um, <laughs> in my Prairie Village room, uh, growing up, uh, in high school, I had, it was just a, about, not much, probably about the same size as this room. I had uh -huh. two twin beds and in between the two twin beds, I had a little two drawer dresser that had like socks and underwear and something. And then a tall one on the other end of the room. And above that dresser, <clears throat> I had a, a big poster from Xanadu uh -huh. of Eddie with his token red and white design uh, and and probably red parachute pants and maybe only suspenders. Oh, dude! And then classic I classic look. And then I took, I cut those from and put them around the poster. You know what I'm saying? So, and at That's one point awesome. when I like, I, I guess I was, or maybe I don't know how. I must have stuck the part that I cut off in there, and eventually that came down, and I saved them. Luckily. 
But I hadn't thought about that in a minute until I dug out that copy and was like, man, I was real deep in Van Halen fanboy for a long so time. I bought my son a couple years ago a cassette player, like okay. a, a mini boombox. Then he goes, well, what am I going to do for cassettes? I said, be right back. I go in the garage and pull out two big old things full of cassettes. I said, open it up, check it out. First row is nothing but Van Halen. All the way to uh, uh, for unlawful carnal knowledge. Yeah, that's where I checked out too. Yeah, and he goes pound cake, right? With the yeah. drill. Yeah, you know? run around pound cake. Yeah, run and then around. They, they put balance out, and I was like, nope. I don't. I never I'm even listened to it. It sucked. I'm sure. Yeah, it wasn't that good. Right. Uh, so my son's looking at it, and I've got a lot of the police. And he goes, "Okay, where do I start?" And I go, "Close your eyes." Yeah. Pull one. That's where you start. And he goes. Now he listens to it. He goes, no, 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 no. You got to start here. He's telling his friends. He's like, right here. And I'm like, like my, my brothers, his uncles. He's like, no, man, this album's killer. And I'm like, which album are you talking about? He goes, Synchronicity. Ooh. Okay. And I go, all right. Yeah. Okay, but I thought Zenyatta Mandata. And he goes, that's a good one. <laughs> that's good. But but he loves the police, man. But he, he loves his cassettes because he'll be like, Dad, who is this again? I'm like, Black Crows. It's a good record. They're they're getting ready to do a, a anniversary of um, Shake Your Money Maker tour, I believe. Yeah, I think they're getting they something happened. They couldn't do it before, so now they're doing it. Uh, 30, 30 year anniversary. Is that right, dude? Mm-hmm. You stop and think about it, and these bands, and you go, "Holy crap, man! These bands have been around this long. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it." Oh wait, I've been around this yeah. long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay. I remember mind. where I was when that record came out. Like, yeah. Uh, Amorca, when that came out, oh, man, yeah. I, I was in the Navy, and I I come home for the weekend, and I uh, was at a school uh, a training center in in Memphis, so I drive across Tennessee, man, and go home, and I've got a little cash in my pocket, and go to the store, a record store with my brothers, man, and I pick up Amorca, it just come out. Uh, I grabbed, uh, I don't remember what else I grabbed, man. Oh, uh, uh, Queen had just released. Uh, the the part one and part two of their greatest hits. Okay, the volumes. Yeah, and I was like, gotta have them because they had like special edition like songs mm-hmm. on. So I'm you know I'm jamming to that and I'm like cool. Uh, Beastie Boys, Ill Communication hadn't been out too long. They had a special edition. It was a white cassette, you know, instead of uh, uh, the clear that was yeah. out. And I'm yeah. like, gotta have that. <laughs> so yeah, I mean nice. it, it's it's always been that way, man. I still go to the, I I love record store day. I still go and find the record stores down the street, the local mom and pops, and pick through them and go, "Holy shit, man!" You know, uh, I found so bitches, expensive though, man. I found bitches brew for eight bucks. I hope you purchased it. I did without hesitation. Oh, dude, it, yeah. and it had a couple scratches. I was like, I can fix that. Forget about it. you yep. can. Oh yeah, nice, dude. There, it, there's a couple of methods that you can fix. Yeah, polishing podcasts and patching vinyl. There you man. go. I'm like one day dude, at a time. One day at a time. Just trying to take it all. Uh, so. Do you have all these records on cassette, dude? What do you mean? I got the, like the, a thousand the, tapes. In the the ones that, that I, I, I told you about? I couldn't find my copy of 10, but luckily I have it on CD. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Uh, so we so we go 81 backwards a little bit to yeah. 77 uh-huh. Pink Floyd Animals. Oh, dude. See, this gets me excited. Um, so for my money, um, you know, Dark Side, Wish You Were Here in the Wall or the the fan favorite so to speak yeah but this is the sleeper uh that in many ways man is better just as good as either of those three and sometimes better i mean tell me 
talk to me about Floyd for you and this record in particular, please. Metal oh, was the first yeah. time I heard Floyd. Um, uh, you I heard, say the hill's too steep to climb. I heard my dad playing it. I'm three years old. Fearless? Yeah, and I, I knew what he was playing because I, um, the wall was, was coming out in 79. Yep. It's a 78, 79, yep. 80. And I'm listening to Pink Floyd on religion because it's in the house and it's being played and that's all that's being played at Pink one point. Pink Floyd in time. on religion. Oh, you know, like like religiously. Oh, gotcha. You know. gotcha. Okay. And I'm like, like, shit, is there a Pink Floyd album that I don't know of? <laughs> you no, know, I, I wish. I'd be embarrassed. But so, you know, and the, the one album that never really got played in the house was Animals. And I always wondered, I was like, why? It, it it was a little too abstract for my brothers, but my dad would play it. Well, it had to get there somehow. Your yeah. dad probably purchased. my my dad would play it because it was a late night. I'm he he wasn't drinking at the time anymore, but when he wanted to dive in and listen to something, you know, this is all him. This is Steely Dan. He's listening to some old Steely Dan or this record, and I'm like, okay. And I remember listening to it, and it's it, you know, and looking at the record, and you you look at it, and I think he had it on an eight track too. And you're going, "There's not very many songs." No, on only because they're like twenty minutes long, man. Okay, except for "Pigs on the Wing" one and two. Yeah, and five, five tracks, forty one minutes. It's insane, time. dude. But I, growing up, man, I was always intrigued. This album intrigued me because of the style. They, they were at a place. And you can listen, and I I love picking bands apart, and I'm sure you do too. They were at a place, man, to where they were like, we we're at a kind of a crossroads, because Roger Rogers is a piece of shit. Yeah, and they were just like, we're gonna do it like this, and I, I okay, we're gonna give him a say. This is almost it, man. You get the wall, final cut, and that's it, yeah. right? Final cut's another one of my favorite albums. Okay, interesting. Yeah, because it was, and you knew it was the final cut. Yeah, that's it, man. Yeah. You know, end and, of an era. Wow. You know, Not Now, John? I, I don't know that record Great. that well. Oh, Is dude. that a track from Final Cut? That's the last, in my mind, the last good track. Oh, shit. From Pink Floyd, because it's all of them. And this was when they fired um, Nick Richard, Mason, Rick, Richard Wright. Richard Wright. And you got to do a lot of drugs to get fired from Pink Floyd for doing drugs. Yeah. And they, they fired him. That's right. And the That's song right. is straightforward. And it's, it's uh, man, it's... It's fantastic. Yeah, I've I, I've given it probably three or four listens, but all back during that phase when I was like, I will learn everything about Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd uh, before I die. You know, this is the album uh, Nick Mason, uh, an influence of mine in drums, um, that I wanted I wanted to play like this. Yeah, because of the way he played, he made it sound effortless, like it was effortless, effortless. All of them. I mean, Rick Wright, <clears throat> Nick Mason. This is by far in, in, inside uh, certain segments of uh, um, dogs, mm -hmm. pigs, three different ones, and sheep is where you get some of the most amazing David Gilmore, edgy, punchy, just fucking balls in your face. I mean, and he was putting out a an, an, uh, a solo album at this time too. He put out one, and they put out a second one, uh, which was. The first one was nice. A couple it, really it was good. The second one was like, eh. But and he still had time to come in yep. and do this and shred. Oh yeah. There's uh there's one um they you know 
the peak has happened and now we're, we're kind of going to fade to close and Gilmore has just been lighting the place on fire. And Roger Waters is playing some of the finest bass I've ever heard him play, but it almost sounds like he's barely keeping up. Boom, 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 you know? Yeah. It's, uh, Dude, there, there were times, you know, cause the way they recorded this record, they all sat in the room and said, let's, let's record it. Let's see what happens. And sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't. And they would say, okay, they would be in a room. And they would start recording. And they would use pieces of a song. We're going to use this. And they would go back and listen and be like, we need to change this. So they would go in and clean up this part, this part. But mostly, you've got, like you said, you've got Waters and you've got Gilmore just going. And they're like, come on, let's go. Kind of like they're looking at each other like, let's go, dude. Right. You know, it, it's impressive the way they recorded music, you know, and the way they were doing things in the, in the mid-70s. Okay, uh, I saw that there was some kind of contractual thing that expired uh, by the time they were ready to go uh, put this album together that confined them in some kind of way. And so now they're, they're free of that and they can... So they went and bought like a church or several churches or something like that and 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 spent a year and change having them renovated to become not only their recording studio but they would i think they it was a warehouse they would house uh, merch i don't know what uh queen used that spot too to record an album okay and i want to say genesis did too okay yeah so that's not a museum stop they all shared all that stuff. Uh, what, what was the story I was listening to? And this was Roger Waters. He doesn't really tell too many stories like about the band. Right. You know, he's normally just bashing the band. But he was talking about, yeah, we were recording uh, uh, Dark Side of the Moon. And we're in the middle of something. And I'm, I'm throwing some effects in. And he goes, and, you know, sound engineer sitting there. And he goes, and in comes, look, peeks around the corner and looks over. And he goes, it's, it's Phil Collins. And he goes, well, what are you doing here? What are you guys doing? What is this? And he's he's talking to him. He goes, and then Rick Wakeman walks in. And he's like, oh, what the hell is this? He goes, and then Stuart Townsend walks in. And they're like, what? what is this noise? <laughs> he goes, at the same time, they're in the other studios recording their records. Wow. You've got Yes, you've got The Who, and you've got Genesis. Wow. And I'm like, what, dude? Could you imagine walking through that building and you're going holy shit so who's who literally <clears throat> literally man but yeah this record this this is a great record man it's um, and you can hear this on on counterclockwise casey radio okay that is for sure Fantastic. i will play so different tracks uh, there's not a copyright loophole or something you have to jump through to make i am covered because i ascap ascap bmi everything is umbrellaed so whoever does something under the radio station is is linked to the radio station you're covered also okay so everything is covered and it's it's paid for but yeah meaning I, like an ascap subscription or whatever it's called yeah okay i'm, I'm the i'm the person because this this is a, a legit radio station it's you know it sounds like it it's not it, i would like to have a small piece of the fm dial in the next year. Um, so, you won't be so able to... Time out, if I may. That means people are still doing that in their cars and in their homes, turning on 
FM radio. Yeah. And there's data to support that? Yeah. Because I don't know. I mean, they all, obviously, there's still FM radio out there. Here in Kansas City, people are still listening. We, you know, you, you, know, you were in Durango and, and then, uh, um, you know, like recently, I'm I'm in middle of New Mexico and I'm listening to the radio stations. Then they're they're shit. There's nothing really out there. And then you go to a certain town, like here in Kansas City, and you you realize what you have here. You've got the ninety point ones. You've got the ninety point nines. You've got uh, hell. You've got the ninety eight nine. You know the one one the Fox. You know we've got some really good radio stations. One hundred three. You know. Um, is it, uh, is it magic one Oh seven far fetched to have had personally curiosity as to how they continue to stay afloat when the listener has so many other options in their hand these days, advertising that's, that's, so that's advertisers <clears throat> still believe enough in FM radio to put spots. Yes. And they've gotten, there's, there's, if you listen to these radio stations, you're hearing, on like 105.1. If you go to Chicago, you're going to hear that same 25 songs because everything is just loopholed and linked in to each other. 96.5 The Buzz, you're hearing those same songs because I don't know if it's still called Intercom, but right, they all own and it's all computer-based and that's it and this is what you're doing and we're not changing it and you're going to get it like this and the reason why I don't want to be a part of something like that. And I like to work with the 90.9s and the 90.1s and the KCTKs and, well, counterclockwise KC Radio. We're the alternative to the alternative. You need, you want to hear a song from a record that you're tired of hearing that one song. You want to hear track nine because it's better. <laughs> and yeah, it's probably got some, some choice words in it. Well, we're going to give it to you unedited the way you should hear it. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to hear everything the way you should and have to hear it. And that's what I'm offering you. And so, that's, you know, you know, uh, I guess it's a curiosity because, um, you know, radio, uh, really shaped me. Um, I mean, you know, as a very young person, uh, 71 WHB, all these all the time. Yes. Yeah. What my mom had on in the car. My dad, had eight tracks and would play Oak Ridge boys and John Denver and shit, but KY one Oh two. Then, then as I am a little older, I, I had a pocket where I was in Q one Oh four and I was in KY one Oh two. And then, and then I landed on the Fox and I stood, stayed there forever. And I'm happy for the experience I had basically getting to the point where there's no track. The Fox is going to play that. I'm not going to know. Yeah. And then, and then I had heavy, heavy classic rock radio burnout. And now there's a very long list of songs that I've heard so many times they annoy me, and so. But there's people that they just stay there. Yeah, they because just, it's, they're robots. They've been programmed. That's that's how I feel about it. You know, they're they're stuck in this. Don't change it. It's not broken. Don't fix it. I I don't like that. You know, you you're hearing the same. 101 The Fox, man. I love listening to 101 The Fox in the evening time. You know, because they still have DJs, right. local DJs, man. And, and then you've got, you know, uh, uh, the show with uh, the old drummer for the Black Crows. He plays a lot of good stuff. But you listen to that station, man, and you, like 98.9. And I'm not bashing him, dude, no. because, you know, these, no, I'm I, grew not up, I grew up with this stuff. Yeah. Like you did. Yeah. 
But man, how many times are we going to hear Thunderstruck from ACDC, dude? Or another Brick in the Wall part two. Yeah. I mean, and I'm I'm guilty. How many dude, times I play has that. Skid Rody heard that song? Oh, dude, could you imagine the burnout he has right now? He probably doesn't even listen to radio anymore. He's just like I don't I don't care. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. And there's so many options, man. Like you've got internet radio. Yeah, us. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You've got Sirius XM, you know, and they're different styles. Like you can even Sirius XM in a car, it's the same shit. Yeah, and you're going, dude, really? How many times are you going to play this one song? But now they've got it broken down like, well, if you want to dig deeper, go listen to this side. But you can only listen to it on the radio. Fish or, Radio is yeah. the only reason. I, I haven't listened to... I keep paying for my subscription. I tried to... It was hard to find out how to cancel my SiriusXM subscription because I bought a car and it came with it and it was free for a couple months yeah. while I'm like trying to figure out the car. And then it's like, all right, now you got to start. And I was like, okay, sure, yeah. And because Fish Radio is amazing, and oh, I love Fish Radio programs, Fishman's Beyond the, whatever. Um, and then I was like, oh, I'm way more into uh, finding new music and uh, creating a, a, an occasional playlist and listening to podcasts and so on and so forth. And so I had to, I struggled to figure out where to go, and it basically wound up being an exchange in a in a chat. And they're like. What if we offer you uh, twelve ninety nine instead of the twenty seven ninety nine? I was like, "Are you serious?" Like, that's a thing. And then I was like, yeah. no, no, "Now I'm so upset that I've been paying more than I could." And they're like, "All right, six ninety nine. I was like, "God damn!" I fine, pay. I pay fine. five bucks a month for SiriusXM on my phone in my car. Five bucks, man. And I didn't think that could happen. And the, you're going, wait a minute, man, really? You had me at a like a uh, whatever that is a you know twenty something percent markup. Yeah. And now that I'm threatening to leave, you know, and they go, they go, no, 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 don't go nowhere. Anyway, um, all right, corporations, man, corporations. So, They're still, I still believe in in the little guy, right? The little engine that could, yeah. man, because well, I'm one of them. Yeah. You know, we are are yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. Um, so from, we go 81, 77, now we're skipping back ahead, 1989, 23 tracks, 63 minutes, the oh, day lost soul debut. God, dude, is this original? Three feet high and rising. It sure is. And we can listen to it digitally now, thanks to March 3rd, 2023. Um, but it's a damn shame it took so long, it, man. It, but it's, it's here. Yeah. We're no longer, it's there and, um. All it was all uh, lawyers and licensing and, yep. and sampling credits and uh, Tommy Boy got somewhere and they're like, cool, we got it all settled. We're gonna give you ten percent. We're gonna take ninety. And they're like, go fuck yourself. Oh yeah, dude, and they tried to so, screw him, dude. So then anyway, but we're here. Um, and what a great record, man. It, yeah, it it is um, remarkable. Uh, so please. Uh, tell me about your discovery of them and it. And I'm listening to. There was a show on Hot 103 Jams, and it was like a, a, a nationally televised, like or, you know, nationally syndicated, syndicated or something show. like. Okay. And I, it wasn't Ed Lover. It, I, I don't remember who the DJ was. And I clicked on it by accident one night. This is like in 1988. 
late 88 where uh, me myself and i was already out mm-hmm. and it was the top 10 and i'm listening and i go okay special ed all right okay i've heard this already because uh, you know at the time dude fat five freddy right you know that was you come home from school dude you got yo mtv raps you got ed lover and dr dre and then you got fat five freddy on the weekends a different dr dre yeah than, exactly yeah uh home, <laughs> homeboy from nwa yeah so i i and it was like and number eight this week um you know, from from a new a new group, these guys from New York. You know, this is De La Soul with me, myself, and I. And you hear that that beginning, and you're just like, dude. As soon as you hear that beginning, I'm I'm going, I'm hooked. Yeah, I mean, just right there, boop, got me. Yep. And I had to immediately go get the single because the album went out yet. So I'm get I got the single, and it had a uh, uh, three is a magic number. Okay. As no as more, the, no less. Uh huh. <laughs> and I'm like. Dude, this is so good. So, what is the beginning to me myself? Is it that? And then it goes. Oh, uh huh. Which which was uh, well, they're they're ripping that off. Not ripping it off. Yeah, they're sampling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it Bootsy Collins? Maybe. I think it's Bootsy. I know. I'm not sure, but yeah. But uh, um, dude, you hear this record, and and it's so long, and it's got all these different. And that was intriguing to me, dude. When it finally came out, and you're going, "There's breaks." Mm-hmm. They added breaks. Contestant number one, do you have the answers? Yeah, and you're—I'd never heard that before, right? So you—it keeps you interested, and then yep. all of a sudden, here comes another song, yeah. and you're like, "All right." The well, first—the first hip hop album that I've listened to from beginning to end, and I was like, "Yeah, this is it," and, you know. And then a couple of years later, here comes Della Soul is dead masterpiece you know i mean dude there was a run i i still think they're making great stuff well now the true boy's gone but they're you know they're still doing what they need to do there was a 10 years run man that they just killed it they absolutely they they they, they cornered everybody and said you either do it like this or this is just the way it is you got to do it like this man you can't touch us it's it's what they were they were rhyming about it's what they were talking about it's uh the beats the rhymes the samples the, the samples the way they assaulted you poetically yeah yeah man dude like uh and when i say assaulted i i don't mean like hey you know like, no it's no uh, it, it pe- was piquing elo- your interest uh challenging you to think outside exactly. you know um it was peaceful dude absolutely some of the music you're listening to it and you're like this is this is really good, man. This, you know, when I've got my dad who doesn't have a problem with it, I know I won. Right, I won something. Yeah, man, you know. <laughs> uh, track three, change and speak. Uh, so much wonderment happening. Great horn horn sample and the uh, grunts. Mm, you know, yeah. uh, and can you keep a secret? Track five. Uh, you know. Sean Harris needs a haircut, you know, <laughs> or has dandruff, whatever. <laughs> uh, what is it? Tread water, you know. It's stuff like that, man. You sit there and you go, okay, yeah. This is their only uh, certified platinum release. Surprisingly, I was people at, love the shit out of this record. This is a great record. This it was is. a crossover record too, man. And, and, and their first record, yeah. And it was already a crossover hit, man. And you're hearing it on every. You're hearing it on pop radio, on dude. I play them religiously, man. On on counterclockwise Casey nice. radio because they are alternative yeah. to the alternative. Yep. This was alternative hip hop. Yep. 
Well, because, I mean, uh, you had, uh, you know, um, sort of funk and uh, the beginning of rap and hip-hop in the early 80s, and before we even knew it was here, gangster rap exploded. Yeah. And it was, like, aggressive and fun and, and taboo and all these things, and then uh, they just, boom, they're like, hey, look what else yeah. you Did, could do. We, we, we rhyme. We're, it's poetry. This is spoken word. Yep. This is everything, and then some. Um. So they had a message. You fuck around with TikTok at all? I I, I do because my kids. Yeah, yeah. You know. So there's a guy on there, um, L Train Music, like E L Train Music. Um, I just kind of recently discovered him, and he uh, a couple of clips I've seen. He, he breaks down shit like this, and so he's got a TikTok where he breaks down I know which is track nine like I as in the organ or the uh-huh. uh, I know is track nine and he and he shows you he's got the software up and running so how, do you, how do you spell it just the e, letter L like E L E L like El Paso but L train okay music right. so he breaks down so there he, he is they've taken guitar from mad lads make this young lady mine bass from steely dance peg uh, drums from Get Out of My Life, Woman by Lee Dorsey, whistling from Otis Redding, Sitting on the Dock of the Bay, and then they cut Everyday People, Sly and the Family Stone, into two separate tracks so you would get uh, a certain piece on the right side and a person, and then put it together, and it's amazing. Like, Dude, and how many how many artists did they influence? I mean, with one record, only I, one record I out. don't know. Arrested but, Development, Dilated Peoples, uh, Diggable Planets. I mean, you could keep going, man, with, with this one album. And when you've got KRS-One, who had Criminal Minded out, then he puts out By Any Means Necessary. And he listens to them, and he goes, okay. Yeah. I want to go this way. Yeah. Um, you talked about um, that sort of who's who recording scenario. Um with uh, Stuart Copeland mm-hmm. and and who else was in that mix? Uh, on which record? Um, oh, when we were talking about uh, animals and Floyd recording. Oh yeah, and Waters kept seeing all these people come through, and oh, they yeah. they're uh, all recording. Stuart, Stuart Townsend, yeah, and and uh, uh, Rick Wakeman and and Phil Collins. That's crazy, man. And you're you're going all that genius, all the I mean, just pure genius. So in one building, when they're recording, uh, Jungle Brothers, Queen Latifah, uh, uh, I'm sorry, when Tribe is recording People's Instinctive, uh, their their debut, mm-hmm. uh, Jungle Brothers is recording, Queen Latifah and De La Soul are all recording in the same building, in you know, sort of s- similar situation, different decade, but the who's who of you know. Of just fantastic music. I, I, it's not. I, I don't even know how to. And I try to explain this, man. When I'm, I'm doing a podcast, like when I'm doing uh, Chemtrails with Adam and Sean. This isn't rap. This isn't hip hop. This is music. And it stopped being rap and hip hop, and and you know you, you generalize it. I, I stopped doing that a long time ago, because I it's music, man. And if it talks to me and it's right, I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah. And this right here for me, that's music. Man. Yeah. This is the alternative to the alternative, well, man. They chose, just like Queen Latifah. Right. 
Jungle Brothers, I mean, Jungle Brothers, way misunderstood. How so? Dude, there's so many people who did not give them a chance. They should have been a lot bigger than what I they bought were. one of their records, and I was like, I don't think I like this. And I, But I felt like I should, so I kept trying, and it just never... They, you know, they're not for everybody, but they, right. their, their catalog oh, is pretty decent. I, I, and I, they did a lot of pr- uh, backstage production on, nice. for, for other people. Uh, NPR, quote, Three Feet High and Rising reshaped the public imagination of what hip-hop could be, I think is speaking to the very point you were just making, and still is uh, wondrous and weird in the musical landscape of the 2020s. I mean... Um, My son and daughter were listening to this uh, a couple days ago. I'm playing it in the car, and they said, I'd love this. They both were like, it, it was something from Stakes It's High. And they go, uh, this sounds like it came out yesterday. Right. And I go, that's how far ahead they were. Yeah. This came out in 1995. Yeah. And then when I played this album for them, I said, this came out in 89. And they were like, that's amazing. Yeah. It it lives forever. It has aged immaculately. Hall of Famers. Yeah, absolutely. Should absolutely. be in the Hall of Fame real soon. It, um, it just has to happen. Track four, uh, Say No Go, uh, t- um, 18 is Buddy, featuring Jungle Brothers and Q-Tip, and uh, cir- circles back to the intro in track one where they keep saying, like, uh, so-and-so likes Buddy, so-and-so likes, and then all of a sudden here they are with, yeah. anyway. Uh, and then, of course, track 20, Me, Myself, and I, I mean, it is. <sighs> and this was the introduction for Q-Tip. Yeah, and you're listening to Q-Tip, and you're going, "Who, who's this?" And then, uh, what was it? A few months later, year later, I left my wallet in El Segundo. Yeah, it's Benita Applebaum, and, and you're like, "Yeah, what? yeah, Dude. exactly." Game changers, man. Yep. Uh, speaking of game changers, you know, an anthem for Gen X. Uh, don't know how many front to back listens I've given Pearl Jam Ten. But I mean, yeah, there's a lot of us out there that have had, uh, you know, significant um, life experiences uh, listening to this record when it came out and in and, and the years since. Um, talk to me about it. This one's easy. <laughs> I, uh, I come home from school. I'm having a bad day. I'm 16. I think at the time I'm pissed off. I'm a teenager. I'm not understanding things. Okay. I turn MTV on. There's a new show on there. It was like a a 30 minute show and it was the music is something called, and I've been trying to find it on YouTube on, I can't find this. It was all about new artists and the, the landscape of music going forward. It sounds fascinating. Yeah. I wish you could find it. (laughs) I can't find it. I've been trying so hard, man. And I sit down in the recliner, and the first song is Alive. Okay. You see the water. Yeah. And they go, this band is going to change your mind about rock and roll. And who hosted it? Uh, Kennedy. Okay. I think it was Kennedy. An original is that an an original VJ? Right? Yeah, she she it was like her first year or something like oh, okay, that on, okay. on the okay. yeah. And she was like, "This uh, this is from a band from Seattle called named Pearl Jam." And she's like, "And uh, they have a new album coming out called Ten. The album wasn't even out, right?" And he was like, "And here's Alive." 
And when you hear that guitar hit, right? And it, and what was crazy is the recording on that video was not the recording oh, on for the real? CD. Interesting. It was a live recording. Oh. And forever, man, when I bought this on cassette first. Hey, man, mine's, mine's messed up. I was pissed, dude, because it's it was, well, this is a recorded, you know, this track. And you hear it on, on MTV, and you're like, dude, that's so alive. Yeah. And then you got this, yeah. and, which, which was great. But yeah. do this album. I ran to go get this album. Um. Like you said, there's no dud. There's no. You go from once to release. You you don't turn it off. No, no. I I, I still have favorites and oh and, yeah and and you know even flow alive black oceans garden release those are why go mm-hmm. and porch okay. are my favorite. I, I wondered. Yeah, I mean those are kind of kin, you know, in the energy department. It. I was at the time. Um, I was. Uh, wondering what was going on like dude you hear on the radio at that time it was all hair bands all hair bands man and it was like you're you're getting force fed michael jackson not good michael jackson right and it's some of the music like wilson phillips and stuff and i'm like dude fuck this and then you get this band named pearl jam which nirvana was already out uh, a friend of mine from from school when i i went to school here his mother worked at uh, for hallmark so she would she was a, a graphics designer and helped design cards. She would go to Seattle a lot, and we always wondered. We we're like, man, she drives a Volvo. She wears funky boots, Doc Martens. This is 88, 87, 88, 89. She listens to weird music, Oingo Boingo, stuff like that, you know. But not XTC. Yes, love it. And she gives us a cassette, and she goes, "You boys need to listen to this. This is what's the future of rock and roll." And it's bands that she picked up in uh, uh, Seattle. Okay. And made us a mixtape. Oh. So it's like a Malfunction, uh, um, uh, Early Soundgarden. Okay. It's uh, uh, Early Nirvana. It's Mother Love Mother Bone. Love Bone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a band called Grun Truck. It was like all these other bands, like Screaming Trees, Tad. Dollar Bill. Great album. Yeah. And you go. What the hell is this? And we're listening to it, and people are thinking we're weird, man. You know? But yet, I'm already picking up on 24-7 Spies, uh, early Chili Peppers. Okay. And I'm like, I, I like this yeah. a lot. Uh, uh, man, you know, uh, Fishbone. Yeah. You know, and which goes back to this. Yeah. Because... I, Truth and Soul from 88. Yeah, dude. Hey, Ma and Pa. <laughs> and you, you just, you're looking back and forth, and... I don't want to make this about about race or anything, but I'm I'm Hispanic. Okay, you know, uh, you know, my father Caucasian, my mother Hispanic. Okay, uh, we never knew, nor do we still. You know, the color wasn't a thing with us. It, it just because you know, it just wasn't. And it went back to my music too, man, because that's what my parents and what my brothers and what my cousins and my aunts and uncles and my family members we're teaching us me in general was that music has no color right it's all soul man yeah and from sly and the family stone right to stevie wonder yep marvin gay to de la soul to pearl jam to Soundgarden. yeah you know and, and you're going okay you know it doesn't matter if it's a chick or a dude right 
doesn't matter if she's black or blue. Right. Yeah. What is it? What is this doing for you? Uh-huh. How do you feel? Yeah. Man? And this right here was the angsty. Sure. But then it wasn't angsty because you you could get in your feels on a couple of these Absolutely. tracks. Absolutely. I it, mean, you thought the music was making you think again, and that's what I loved about this. I could think uh, over and over and over again. Um, how can somebody who wrote uh, "Alive" and "Even Flow" uh, also have written "Black" and put it on the same? You know, it's some of the music. Wow. Yeah, you sit there and you listen to that record, this whole record, man, and you go, "Holy shit, man!" Like they were pissed off, and then they were regretful in some songs, and and ha- fan- fans of having a good time. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and and. The name Pearl Jam. Yeah, pretty you know, catchy. Yeah, the the album cover. Yeah, you, the great artwork. If you take the thing out, you unfold. You it's get a the poster. poster of yeah, the, dude. The the one of the most famous high fives or super genius pre huddle. What are they? Uh, team on three. One two. Yeah. Three, two. One two three team. Yeah. You know, uh, Mookie Blaylock. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, dude. You know, uh, Dave Abrazes. You know, I'm one not of my, familiar with. He was the the first drummer. Okay. One of my favorites. And then he left the band and all that stuff sure. went down. But you know, he did this album. He did uh, verses and okay. did Vitology. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, I checked out after Vitology. Did you and really? I, yeah, just I, you know, uh, that was right. Uh, I, I didn't care. Uh, I thought I thought verses was a pretty big drop off, and then Vitology for whoever I was then yeah, uh, was he even more. And, and also the oyster had just opened on the grateful dead and fish and horde festival, you know, yes. widespread panic and, and uh, Medeski comes from me you know, all of this. And I was like, Oh, I, I need to be over here. Like uh, mad respect to Pearl jam and t- what 10 gave for me, but, and I've never gone back and I, really? I have buddies from then that are still like big time diehard. I listen to everything, man. Yeah. You know, Grateful Dead, you can hear it on Counterclockwise sure, Casey Radio, sure. um, uh, which I just read as I was coming up here. Uh, talking about Horde Festival. Big Head Todd and the Monsters yes. and, and uh, uh, Blues Traveler are coming. What? Yeah, they're coming here. Wow. August 11th to Grinders. Fun. Dude, that's going to be a show. Wow. I love both those bands, Same. man. Same. Dude, Sister Sweetly. Yeah. <laughs> then I love her yet. Uh, Resignation Superman. Yeah. Uh, and, and plus, blues travelers. The first four too. or five blues travelers albums were so much fun back then. Amazing, dude! And I love playing uh, good classic blues traveler. Yeah, they on put the out uh, a record a few years back that's all covers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, and it's it's fun. You know, they they've got some good stuff, yeah. man. You sit and you you follow them through the beginning to now, and you're like, okay, I can hear the change. Yeah, you know, they're getting older. Yep, you know, but man, they're still good. So, Still real good. Um, you know, I you mentioned Screaming Trees, which uh, prompted me to throw out Dollar Bill. Obviously, never mind. Uh, was b- any other early '90s Seattle-ish albums that were really big for you? Um, Bad Motor Finger. Uh, that's or, early Soundgarden, right? Soundgarden. Okay. Um, Facelift. Okay. From, from Alice in Chains. Chains. Yeah. That has uh, Man in the Box on it? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, grunch, grunch. Yeah. I was like, Whoa. Yeah, we, we Die Young. Was it, is it We Die Young? Yeah. And Man in the Box, because they're right after each other. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, another artist, uh, Stunt Up a Pilot. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, 
Core. Plush? Core. Core yes. was great, man. Yeah, it was. You know, you and you've got the three songs that they always play on the radio. Yeah. But Cracker Man. Shit. The whole record was fantastic. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, and it's it's and another even the record weird uh, all over the place. Was spoken wordy, mm-hmm. junky. I know exactly. Where's my you... other cigarette? Like, what the fuck is going on in there, bro? And then you see later on, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, I get it now. Yeah, now I got yeah. it. Uh, uh, you were in one of your moods. Um, any other uh, classic rock or hip hop records that were that, that just really spoke to you? Um, that didn't make your list, or that Jefferson Airplane. Okay, uh, let me see. And, and I haven't listened to this in a while, but there was a record that they put out. Um, and see, I was I was prepared for this. There was a record that they put out. Uh, where did, where'd it go? It's called Crown of Creation. Oh, and it, it's um, it's very interesting. Very interesting. It, it was one of the last in my opinion, one of the last good albums of theirs. They, well, they, they, you know, they, they, they changed all over. Yeah. yeah. But they wound up with, we built this city. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but they, they were, it's a, it's very, very political record. Well, they, they were political at the beginning, but yeah, it, and well, I mean, the, on the front, it's a mushroom club. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And you're sitting there and then that's, that was a great album. That was, you know, one of those albums, those hidden jams that, you know, you listen to when, when I'm a kid and I'm like, who is this? And then you hear it later on in life. You're like, that's who they were listening to. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it just, you know, I'm, I'm all over the place. Sure. Um, love David Bowie. Okay. Love David Bowie. Uh, Bowie was a chameleon. Absolutely. He was. And, you know, it, it's artists like that that make me go. And he looked good in all of the skins and outfits. Like, all of it, dude. Dude didn't. Put this project out. God yep. damn. Okay. Over here. Check this one out. Also very good. Wow. He didn't care. Yeah. He did not care, man. And, you know, he, he puts a, a record out that's produced by Trent Reznor. Has Trent Reznor on it. And then he does uh, uh, hours, the record after it. And it's very melodic. And you're going, what the? Right. You know, and his hair's longer. Yeah. And he's just, he, you know, his stories that he told, man. There was there were stories. He's a great storyteller. Yeah. And I, I love records like that. Elton John's first records, man. He was telling stories, dude. And I love hearing records like sure. that. Um, uh, Janis Joplin's first couple of records, okay. man. She was telling a good story. Yeah, now, I'm not that big of a fan, but I like hearing sure. the story. You know, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Yeah. Great stories, man. Absolutely great stories. You know, and it's stuff that you can go back on and you go... This is what was going on during this time because right. they're telling you it was going on during yeah. this time. They want you to think about it 30, 40, 50 years yeah. from now so you don't go back yeah. to doing it like this. Well, we're, uh, we've are we taken the uh, uh, tale passed on generation to generation around the fireside and documenting it yeah. you know, and, and, and putting, putting music with it and all, all sorts of other things. And it's just... Anyway... Um, so in the uh, conquering the world one day at a time uh, mentality, does that uh, allow you to say or, or maybe, maybe just vaguely think about, you know, 10 years from now or 20 years from now, I, I would have liked to have gone here or accomplished X or uh, be known as a guy who, I mean, do you have sort of bucket list ideas or trips or, or 
I do. Um, most of them, I've already checked them. Okay, good for you, man. Yeah, I'm. Uh, um, I'm the. I I don't like when people coulda, shoulda, woulda. Mm. Okay, and absolutely. That goes back to being in the military because I knew a bunch of cool dudes who were like, you know what, man, you're gonna grab that by the nuts and you're gonna take it, and you're gonna ride it. You're gonna piss that bull off. Take a ride though. It's gonna go one way or another, man. Awesome. It's either gonna be cool or it's not. Awesome. And you just gotta go ride, man. Yeah. You know, I I love. I don't. I think about tomorrow. But I don't plan for tomorrow. Okay. I just let it, it it's in front of me. I'm going to do it right now. Because I, I don't know if I'm going to get it tomorrow. You don't know if you're going to get it tomorrow. It's, it is what it is. Right. So I want you to look at me today in a good light. Don't look at me tomorrow because tomorrow's not here. Right. Let's do it today. Okay. Live in the moment. Yeah. Just, it's, it's just the way it is. So uh, bucket list is... I've done everything that I've wanted to do so far, and there's always things that you know you want to crop up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I normally get a chance to do them, so I'm pretty lucky. Um, so counterclockwise, KC is generating revenue now. Uh, is there uh, three dollars a possibility <laughs> where uh, it is generating revenue to pay your bills and, and paying you a salary? Can does it have that kind of potential or is that not a thing that you're yes and no but i'm not thinking about that in all theory i would love to sell the catalog and the idea okay sooner than later okay because it's something that i want to take and say okay you can do it better i just started this off you have a platform the trees the tree's been it's rooted yeah you know it's a couple years in here you go right Okay. Keep, keep it upright. What what then if that happens? I go do something else. Right. But I you know, I maybe make another record. Uh I go record with people that I want to go record with. Okay. I say, You want to go make a record? And go make a record. I go make a record, man. Or I you know, I go see a show and I say, I never got a chance to see these dudes. They're still out there. I'm gonna go check this out. Right. Or, you know, I, I love dive bars. I wanna go sit somewhere and catch the next De La Soul. Sure. Or Pink Floyd or you know, uh, Van Halen or Pearl Jam. Um, Forrest Gump scene where he speaks at the rally in DC, uh, and you know Jenny comes out into the water. Yeah. And, but the whole, almost the whole thing gets muted because the dude unplugs and mm-hmm. he plugs back in, and and he says, "That's all I have to say about that." But if you, if for what the the, the world decides, hey, we want you, Sean Harris, at that podium. And you have uh, 90 seconds or whatever to address the world with a message. What would your message be? Do it. Live it, man. Be kind to one another. Open a door. Thank you. You're welcome. Please. Those words still work. Manners. Exactly. Awesome. Have some respect for each other and have some respect for yourself. Right? A little bit of each goes a long way, I think. And live, man. Yeah. Just go out there, do whatever you do, do it. Right. Just do it right. Yeah. That's it. Um, so one more time, uh, counterclockwise, KC. Uh, I'm just now hearing this for the first time. I can go to, they have a Facebook page and an Instagram page. Yes. And whichever one of those I choose, I will land at a link tree that will take me. You can. It'll take you to the station, or you can just go on Live 365 
that's free or tune in. And, and a lot of a lot of the new TVs have Live 365 and tune in on, on the, you know, that. These are apps. apps. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you just type in counterclockwise KC. Boom. Logo pops up. You click it. You start listening. Wow. And that's it. Fun. Yeah. And you can listen to it anywhere. You want to you Bluetooth it? You want to listen to it in your car? Sure. At work? Do it. Awesome. It's everywhere, man. We're everywhere. Well, congratulations yeah. on what sounds like uh, a project that has been fun and rewarding and pro- pro- probably challenging along the ways too, but that's part of the that's, that, sweat that, equity that you build into a thing, right? That's, that's the beautiful part, man. Yeah. I, I love it, dude, because I get to sit down and I get to listen to it myself, dude, and go, all right. Hey, I did that. That's right? pretty cool, man. Hey, thanks well, for having me on absolutely. here, dude. This is fantastic uh, stuff, dude. I, again, the, the reach out, uh, much appreciated and um also the follow-through to say okay yeah here's here's some records and then pick a date and then show up uh it's it's, it's music dude but who doesn't want to sit and talk music man hey people have stuff going on you know? <laughs> that's true that's but true thank you so much no no worries dude All i right. appreciate you dude oh wait you brought gifts oh i did man check yeah check that out open it up here's with nigel now i know what this is so yep. these are stickers i brought you like two of each of everything a show about beer and other stuff that's beers with nigel on, on Thursdays, Thursdays okay. uh, starting this uh, the thirteenth of April. I don't know when this is airing, but uh, 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 seven and so uh, it'll it'll air next Thursday. Okay, so every Thursday, seven and ten p.m. Central Standard Time. This is a, a nice custom you envelope like here, and it's yeah. sealed. I feel it like is, I shouldn't open it. No, open it, dude. Okay. Yeah, it's got the goodies. See, look, confetti comes out and everything. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there is a lot of stuff in here dude i got some good stuff in there man i got some coasters in there for you some magnets we're working on t-shirts and hats awesome oh yeah we've got okay tune in and get lost in the chem chem trails with adam Adam and sean Sean. yep tuesdays what seven and ten is the uh tell me about that title uh, having drinks one night, and we were thinking, well, what are we going to call ourselves? And uh, was looking at something online, and it said chemtrails, but it was like album, like an album left chemtrails. And I was like, that is cool, something from the sixties. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay, but the uh, the chemtrails were coke lines. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, eh, we nice. can't do that, but dude, we can call ourselves. Super nice. Thank you. No, no worries, dude. Yeah, I brought you some extras, man, in case you want to sit there and go, you know what? I like this person. I'm going to give this person Absolutely. One. Thank you. No, no worries, man. Um, I appreciate I will... you uh, accepting the swag and uh, having I'm, me here. Man. I'm happy to have it, and I will. I need a pic of you for your thumbnail. Okay. Uh, and I'll send it your way a week from Thursday, and appreciate you. Yeah, that'll work, man. All right. All Thank right. you. Right. Okay. So...